Folks at home, folks at home, welcome to Ike Live. Uh, we have another remote edition of Ike Live. Ike is out uh, getting prepared for Kentucky Lake, the upcoming Bassmaster Elite. Uh, it's going to be a great ledge fishing tournament. We're going to talk about that tonight. Uh, we've got a great show set up for you guys. we got Jacob Wheeler, the youngest guy in the sport to accomplish everything. He's, it's amazing how much he's accomplished at such a young age. We're going to have him on tonight. Mike's going to be with us, Skyping in here momentarily. Uh, he's, he's live from the banks of Kentucky Lake. We've got some really special guests uh, that are lined up for tonight that I think, uh, I think everybody's going to be excited about. We just come off Memorial Day. I'm sure everybody was fishing. We've got some cool fishing stories. Look forward to talking to everybody about, uh, about what's been taking place over the holiday. And uh, we've got some other great stuff loaded, loaded tonight for Ike Live. And we have the regular cast of uh, cast of characters on the show tonight. We got my co-host, Dave Brosnick. Uh, <laughs> lo- love having you here. Appreciate you being here with us tonight, Dave. Oh, thanks, Pete. Did you have a good holiday? A oh, great holiday, man. All, all three days incorporated all the three things that are in my life. Gardening, fishing, and MMA, <laughs> and it was a good weekend, man. Great fights, good fishing. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you might have had a fight. Nah, no, <laughs> not enough testosterone left in my body uh, to fight anybody yeah. anymore, dude. I, I I'd rather just watch it, man. <laughs> well, uh, I'm I'm glad you had a great weekend. I know I did too. I got to spend a little time with my family, my little man. We uh, we spent the the holiday together. I uh, also met up with one of our buddies up there on Lake Champlain. Yeah, I heard about that, man. I know. Got a surprise visit from uh, <laughs> from John McGraw, one of our good buddies up there. We were fishing for pre-spawn smallmouth up on Lake Champlain. What a treat that was. Yeah, beautiful. How, was it cold? You know, we got cold. We had 30 degrees in the morning up there. Wow. It was amazing. I mean, most of the country now is warm, but we uh, I've been fishing in 80 degrees down on the flats the last few weeks. Uh, and wake up the first morning on Lake Champlain with 35 degrees. But the most amazing thing about those fish up there, they, they don't care. They're so used to the being cold. They, yeah. 35 degrees is warm for them. There's no ice on the water. As soon as the ice is out, they're snapping, man. Oh, man. And where are they snapping? Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll talk a lot, about, uh, a lot about that. We've got Brian the Carpenter calling the shots in the back there. Hey, Brian. What's up? How are you, man? Did you have a good holiday? I did, man. We had a great time. We, uh... Went down the campground and tore it up. Cool. Did you get out on the water when you were down there? We did. I, I did a little bit. We did, went out and did a little catfishing and uh, caught some Chesapeake cats and fried them up. Had a good fish fry, so it's good time. Nice. Nice. Yep. Was that senior did on the grill? Way too much drinking. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Are the crabs up yet? Uh, no. No. They're not up as far as we are yet. I got you. When they get up there in August, we had a drought season down there on the Chesapeake. Brian camps on the Chesapeake. And uh, and we're expecting to see those crabs a little bit earlier this year, but they come up with that salt water. But we got J3 back there too. Hey, buddy, what's happening, brother? Fresh off, we got it. we have to talk about your uh, your elite marshaling uh, experience out there in California. It's exciting. We're uh, gearing up for Kentucky Lake on Tuesday. That's right. You're doing it again. Yeah. You're doing it again. Is that is that your uh, how many have you done this year? How how many will uh, that make? That'll be number two this year, and we have one more on uh, St. Clair. I think it is Lake St. Clair. Okay. 
going going smallmouth fishing. Well, this Kentucky Lake tournament ought to be uh, an eye-opening experience for the for the marshals and people that have never seen ledge fishing. I mean, they're hitting the ledge fishing capital of the world at the prime time to be ledge fishing uh, in the month of June or you know late May June. So that ought to be quite an experience seeing those deep diving crankbaits going. But uh, you know we the uh, the, the ledge fishing out there is amazing. I remember Bobby Lane winning the last tournament, throwing that big swim bait yeah. over the over the mussels, uh, and, and that was amazing. Because you know that that was a rarity. Because what you that's something you don't see that much of these days is somebody winning on a magic hole. <laughs> you know, uh, usually usually it's a pattern. It's uh, it's guys moving around, having to make adjustments on the fly. You know, yeah. and and fishing the moment. But here's Bobby coming up there from Florida. <laughs> Probably not used to fishing deeper than five feet of water. Finding the kind of stuff that only locals knew about before electronics. Yeah. Like before the super electronics that we have today. Right. And he he milked it on a a big swim bait day after day and then caught just enough to hold on for the win. I'm anxious to see. I'm anxious to see what they're going to do down there this week because one of the things that makes it so hard down there now is, is all this video footage that we have of ledge fishing. Um, everybody knows where those ledges are now. Yeah. You know, down down there in Paris, uh, on on the lower end of the lake, I guess. And, uh, you know, all that stuff. Kevin, I mean, Van Dam is, I mean, I've competed against him on Kentucky Lake. And he's just a, a master of being able to move from spot to spot, trigger those schools of fish, get them going. Once they get those schools going, you know, you get one to bite. And then all of a sudden the whole school's activated. And you, you somehow catching 20 and 30 bass at a time, you know. So if we still had the Ike Live Fantasy Fishing, would Van Dam had been your? Would that have been your pick? Yeah, well, we know. Yeah, we we kind of lost. Yeah, that I, I effed it all up. I'm going to get yelled at later for it. <laughs> yeah, yes, well, you are. It's on the list. <laughs> well, I, 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 you got to put him in the top of the list. I mean, Kevin is top 10 Kentucky Lake a million times. I think probably every time he's fished, uh, he's not been at the top of his game, you know. But I expect. Uh, Kentucky Lake to, you know, certainly maybe help bring him back to it. But, uh, yeah, it's just every time out of the gate. And I know he's won there. And, uh, yeah, he's going he's gonna to be up there big time. wonder who else are, who, who are going to be the ledge fishing masters out there, you think? I, I don't have a clue. Uh, I wonder who else might still be on the show. Do, do we have him working <laughs> out there? <laughs> I don't know. We should, we should probably bring we, him in. Yeah, yeah we yeah, had a work. Uh, they're having their own conversation. <laughs> yeah, we had a beautiful Skype feed with Mike, and uh, we we're expecting to have him on any any second now. But uh, I could see him. I can see him up there on the screen. Can you hear me, Mike? Are you are you busy? Are you busy chatting with the other boys there in the studio? I, I can hear you. You can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we got you loud and clear, man. How are you, man? I'm doing great. I got a very special guest. Come sit down for a second. <laughs> uh, sit down, sir. You're live right now. This is the Ike Live web show. It's really? being broadcast live. There's like eight people watching this show. <laughs> right, eight people watching the show. Tell everybody, tell me your name. Uh, tell them where you're from. I'm, I'm Solomon, and I'm from um, Savannah, Tennessee. and up here at Pickwick Lake. Yeah, and and I want everybody at home to listen to this story. Tell the story about that eight eight what is it, eight seven you just caught. Tell everybody about that. I, I want to hear that story. Well, again. um, this is a cow pasture out in JP Common, and we was fishing. As soon as we pulled up there on a zoom speed call, on head four inches. Um, 
flipped it out there, pulled out a six and a half. About ten minutes later, I missed the fish on a blue and black skirted football jig. And then after that, threw a follow bait right behind it amongst a speed crawl, but it was dip dyed and set the hook on it and got a 8.7. Turned out to be 8.7. It was one of my personal best. 8.7. You hear that at home? 8.7. And how old are you again? I'm 15. Listen to me. 15 years old, caught an 8.7. Three quarters of you watching have never caught a fish that big. He's 15 years old. I just want to, uh, everybody, round of applause real quick. Huh? Nicely done. That's about it. Congratulations. Thank you for coming on. Uh, <laughs> How's everybody doing in the studio tonight? You look good. Yeah, I, I, I can see most of you. You're looking good tonight. How's everybody feel? We're feeling great, man. We just come off the holiday. We're, uh, you know, we're back to back to normal business now, and glad to be here on the show. Good, 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 good to hear from you guys. Um, the good news is that as much as I have have enjoyed uh, participating in Ike Live via skype um this is the last time we will be skyping and i'll be back in the studio with you guys thank god uh in less than a, in a couple weeks uh just uh, joining me to my right here just sat down is uh our our our, our beautiful co co co-host of the show and my wife rebecca Hi, everybody. Hi, Becky. We're we're so like, why are you just staring at me? We're we're, I must have we're sorry for leaving the coffee pot on. I will. And what did I say in my text message? I will. (laughs) Don't you burn down the studio? Don't you burn down the studio? Okay, we'll do better. That's okay, guys. Hey, but listen, Pete, did you weigh in yet? I did. I did. Well, what's the story? Well, you know, I, I had kind of a stable week. I held my I held my weight at two thirty three point five, so I, I actually gained a half a pound over since the last time. But I'm overall still down about twenty two pounds. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And tell everybody what you're gonna do with this. Uh with, with this, the feet is bad. The 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 weight loss. Well, I'm going to um, start my modeling career, and after that, <laughs> I am actually going to be donating your pants to a hot air balloon company. Or what <laughs> Sorry, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And after that, I'm going to donate rods and reels to uh, to the Ike Foundation for every pound that I do yeah. lose. <laughs> Outstanding. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Take what I hey, can get, man. Oh, hey, Becky. Oh, hold on. Hold Be- on. A very special guest joining us live. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, come back here. We had a very special guest joining us, but she ran away. Hold on. She's cool. Oh, my shit. Let me change it back on Pete Live. Is our feed that bad? Is our feed really bad? Yeah, it's pretty bad. The audio is really, really choppy. And you're freezing up. I'm wondering if it's because there's so much going on in the background. And sometimes the more things that are happening, it really, there's that much. When when everything's still, things get clear. So tell them stop moving. 
Or just get out of the picture. Yeah, tell all them heads in the background, those foggy heads. All right, well, what we could do here is we could try to move. You want to try to move to the boat? We could do a the Ike Live show from the bass boat. From the butt seat? I'm with you. All right, froze up. Froze up. Pete Live. Who's, who's in the background there? Was that some of the uh, special guests? I think so. Go ahead, hey, brother. Run with it. Maybe that we're going to have tonight? I, yeah, I don't know. I, hey, I, I heard we got a lot of special guests on the on the plate here. Uh, we, we have one special guest that came in. We have the guy cool. who filmed the audio from the back, or filmed the video from the back of Mike's boat when KVD and him got all tied up. We do. Yeah, we can call him in right now if we want to. Should we do that? No. <laughs> no. What's that? We, we, we at least have Mike for that, don't you think? Well, we're trying, but... Yeah, let's wait till we get a good feed from him, because he's like a pretty important part of that whole incident. All right, so anyhow, to include people in, there's a, there's a chance that, in addition to talking to Jacob Wheeler tonight, Mike is uh, at the campground, and he's got uh, Chad Morgenthaler next to him, uh, Randall Tharp, Kevin Short, Cliff Crochet, and uh, some guy Jared. Some guy Jared. <laughs> Some guy Jared. Captain Awesome. Cap- Captain Awesome. Captain so. Awesome. Who sales Jared? Sa- or Jared Littner. Nah, nah. nah. Sales, sales, sales Jared. Yeah. Jared from sales. Yeah. And from Bash University. Jared from Subway. So. Yeah. 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 Oh, so it's, Lord. It's so a house. So this weekend, my son David got his first snakehead. That's amazing. Got a got a three pounder on a buzz bait. Wow. It was outstanding. That is outstanding. A snakehead, for those of you that aren't from this area, is an invasive species that's like taken over the planet. And it's all in our waterways here on the Delaware River and the Chesapeake. Where were you guys fishing? Well, we were fishing a little creek that connects to Newton Lake mm-hmm. in Collingswood, New Jersey. But there's a funny story to it. So we launch we launch our canoes, it's a canoe lake, and there's this, you know, there's that guy on the shoreline. It's like right over there. I had a 15-pound perch on the other day, you know, and it's like, oh, all right. So he watches Dave catch this snakehead, and I'm congratulating him. It's like, dude, you got a snakehead, and it's pretty, you know, it's huge. So you know, we throw it back in the water, and this guy, you would have thought he's like, you gotta kill them. And my son's looking at me, completely confused. He's six years old. Right. You're like, why, why is he saying we gotta kill it, Dad? And I was like, all right. So I tried to explain to him, and it still didn't make any sense to him. He's like, but why do we have to kill it? I don't kill him. I mean, that's a, you know, it just doesn't, you know. Boo. You, you, I mean, you could a, be arrested. What in New Jersey? <laughs> I don't. I don't know about the the regulations, but it, you're required to try to kill them once they're caught. It doesn't feel right. Killing I, I agree with it you. It really doesn't. I, I don't know. Why. I, I have a hard time with it myself. Yeah. You know? I did it. I've killed. I've killed them. Yeah. We've got Mike back. Time. Let's uh, let's check his check his feed and see how. See how it is, man. Hey, man, you back with us? Yeah. How was my How was my feed? Dude, like a thousand times better. Thousand times better. Okay, that's good. Yeah. What'd you do different? I just moved. There was too much happening, man. It was. Yeah. That looks really good, man. Yeah, look, way better. You look amazing. Way better. Hey, Becky. So just to give you an update on your garden, all your butterscotch bushes—they're in full bloom. <laughs> your carpet roses by your garden, full bloom. Your, your your Irish moss that you put between the rocks, outstanding in full bloom. You did a good job back here. Thank you. Yeah. Did you take pictures for me? No. Let's not get crazy. <laughs> Let's not get crazy. Do, do you, ask, do you want, ask her if she wants some pictures. I'll snap some up. Yeah, she does. Right. She'd love pictures. We're actually, uh, to, to be totally honest with you, this has been 
an amazing trip. It's been an amazing voyage that we've been on, crisscrossing the country together. Um, but we're ready to be home. There's something very special about being home, and and we miss being home. So we're we're ready to get back. Yeah, yeah, I hear that's that, a man. long trip, man. How long have you been on the road? Well, it's approaching three months. Good, that's wow. uh, three three months on the road. Uh, five derbies. Um, you know, New Jersey to Lake Hartwell to to Texas to uh, California to Arizona back to texas i mean it's just been a really long trip um <laughs> we're ready to be back <laughs> what when, when is that day mike when are you coming back well we officially get back right after kentucky lake uh which which is you know just a little over a week away um so you know i, I could tell you my goal here is to end this trip with a really amazing tournament um you know we've got this one on kentucky lake coming up it's going to be an offshore uh deep ledge kind of bite i love that kind of style of fishing i love that that way to catch them so uh, we're going to try to end the season here with a bang hopefully or end end this trip with a bang i'm sure you will and uh, you know what i guess that gives us guys about a week to get our bags packed and get moved out of here <laughs> yeah <laughs> get that get that window fixed <laughs> that's yeah, funny please fix everything that's broken that the, would be good you, re- you remember that cabin we rented at thousand islands mike oh yeah <laughs> and what that was that was that was a little bit trashed well we uh we might have a corner full of trash here that uh <laughs> might welcome you home the the toilet on the floor third floor is clogged you might want to get a plumber out here for that <laughs> yeah oh. when you, when you allowed bob Soley in the studio mike he, he he kept good on that upper decker promise <laughs> wow i was gonna say i didn't guess bob i guess that was pete glusa because pete actually blew up a toilet at my uncle's house before <laughs> And they need it, uh, to repair the ceiling and full plumbing. So I was sure the, heard did that. You know, the love that I feel in the studio, it's uh, overwhelming. It's overwhelming. <laughs> We're underwhelming. Right? It's underwhelming. It's underwhelming. It's underwhelming. Well, let's uh, let, let's uh, let's take this time real quick to do a little bit of personal business. Um I don't know if you guys already said it. Uh, th- there was a, a few little little breaks there, but we always want to start the show uh, by thanking our men and uh, women in the military. Uh, thank you guys for what you do, um, uh, active uh, military and veterans. It's a crazy world we live in. Thank you for protecting our freedoms. Also want to send a special shout-out to all our policemen, our firemen, EMT out there. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies, for what you do. It's amazing. Want to remind everybody, uh, this is a really cool (laughs) sweepstakes that's going on right now. And uh, if you haven't tuned into an Ike Live before, Ike Live show sponsor number one happens to be Xmark. And I know you've heard the name before. And when you hear Xmark, you know what Xmark means. It means the world's best, fastest lawnmowers. Uh, and they're running a sweepstakes right now called the Take Back Your Weekend Sweepstakes. There are a few weeks left in this promotion, and it's real easy. All you have to do to enter for a chance to win a lot of prizes. They're giving away a lawnmower. 
they're giving away fishing equipment. But the big prize is a fishing trip with me in the fall. If you want a chance to win one of those prizes, all you have to do is go to xmark.com slash weekends and submit just a small little video on how you're going to take back your weekends. You could shoot it with your phone. You could shoot it with a GoPro. You could shoot it with a Fisher-Price toy camera. Whatever you want to use, shoot the video, submit it to that website, and you can win some big prizes. I, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty uh, pretty excited about this, this contest. Uh, what about you, Dave? Are you excited about this? <laughs> I think he is excited about it. Are you excited about the Exmoor contest, Dave? <laughs> I can't wait because the fix is in on me winning it. Oh! It's a fix. There's a fix going on. It's pretty interesting. It'll be under my alias. Gotcha, gotcha. So, uh, everybody okay? Yeah, we got you, man. Okay. Um, Wanted to catch up with that. Wanted to also remind you um, that Ike Live has entered 2015 has entered the modern era of technology and social media, I want to remind everybody watching that we now have our own social media sites. Um, that's on Facebook, that's on Twitter, and on Instagram. And um, we want you to go to those pages. We want you to like them and share them with your buddies. But tonight, we're running a special promotion, and this is for a fishity gift pack which includes a one-year membership to Fishity. And that's an amazing website. I know you know about it. Um, and all you have to do tonight is take a picture of yourself. And I want you to take a picture of yourself making a face similar to what Kevin Van Dam's face looked like when I caught a five-and-a-half-pounder <laughs> under his boat. There's one right there that we're showing right there. Brian the Carpenter, show that picture. Here's our first submission of the night. That actually looked a lot like it. i got to be honest with you. Um, uh, take a picture of yourself with KBD's face when I caught that five-and-a-half-pounder under his boat. And we're going to select a winner tonight. Send it to our social media sites under the hashtag WatchIkeLive. Hashtag WatchIkeLive. Send that picture in. And you could be the winner of this amazing fishity gift pack. What do you think about that? I'm entering. Let, let the pictures come in, man. <laughs> okay. And I want to tell you something. Joining me right now, I just walked up. I told you we're going to have a lot of special guests tonight. Uh, and I, I, I want to turn the camera here. Joining me, uh, I know you all know this guy. Very famous uh, in in the fishing circles here. It's been on the Ike Live show before. In yeah. fact, when you won, it was like a day after or the night you yeah, won. Yeah, yeah, the night of. Yeah, um, uh, Chad Morgenthaler is with us tonight. What's up? Uh, Chad. And just to let you know, yes, applause, applause. Thank you. Thank you. Take a pause, Chad. For I everybody. see that. Thank you very uh, much. And just to let you guys know, if you're wondering why Chad's here and I'm where we're at, um, let's give a little prop and plugs to the campground that we're at and we are at the green acres campground uh right here down here near the beautiful pickwick dam and uh if you're a camper and you want to have a good time and a good stay come to green acres this is a cool place and you know what the best part about it is mike it's what? not muddy 
It's not muddy. <laughs> it's not muddy. And, and what he's referring to, I want to I want to tell you a little bit. What he's referring to, we're not talking about like poop mud. We're talking about mud from the rain. Well, it could be poop mud. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> the rain has followed us for months from yeah. the California Delta to Havasu to the TTB, TT, uh, TT, what is it? TTBC. BC. TTBC yeah. last week. We have been nonstop dirty and wet. So we're glad to be here and be dry. Absolutely. Sun shining. First time we've seen the sun in like a week and a half. Sun shining. Nice weather. Everything's good. Uh, T- tell everybody a little bit about what we're doing here. We're we're relaxing, but besides that, what are we attempting to do out here on Pickwick Lake? Well, it's kind of cool because it's 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 the Tennessee River, and everything's pretty much in the same state. So we're headed to Bass Fest, which is on Kentucky Lake, which is a very large, obviously, section of the Tennessee River. But we're all here, kind of trying to get an upper hand, getting a feel for our electronics, getting a feel for our big baits, the swim baits, the stuff that we're going to fish 20 foot plus, because pretty much most of the year up to this point, not everywhere, but most of the year up to this point, we fish fairly shallow, shallow you know, shallow. side fish, shallow, flipping. Um, so it's kind of nice to get back in tune with everything. I mean, you don't lob a piece of metal the size of a tennis shoe out there without <laughs> a little practice. And I'm talking about the giant Ben Parker wow. spoon that they catch fish ridiculous. on. Ridiculous. Things ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, which, by the way, they're about twenty bucks a piece, and I lost one on the first cast. Yesterday. Oh, first, first cast, twenty dollars down the drain. Not gone. the first cast. So I guess I won't win the tournament on that. <laughs> You're just gonna use a regular spoon. I don't even know if I'm gonna use. I think one. you should tie on a Johnson Silver Minnow and try the same thing. Go you old school know, on them. Why not? Exactly. If is it legal if we like leak lashed six or eight of them together? I. To, is it too much like that? I don't see why not. You think it's you think it's too much like an A-Ray? Ugh. I don't know. I think question we, for trip. I think we can do it. It is a question for trip. But anyway, Chad's right. We're here practicing. Similar layout. We're getting in tune to what the fish are doing. Uh, and and we're getting to relax a little too, mixed in. It's a little more laid back. We're drinking beers, we're talking, we're hanging out. It's uh it's a good couple days before a hectic week. It next is. week. It is. And your wife today, I've been out on the lake pretty much since about 7 o'clock this morning. I come back, and my wife showed me a picture of what Becky taught my wife to do today. Yes! Let's not talk about that. That's kind of what I thought. Like, all right, this could be interesting. Yeah. So she shows me a picture, has photos of what happened. Photo! Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got photo? Photo, yes. Becky taught my wife how to freestand on her head out in the middle of the yard today. How to do a headstand. Yeah. Just in the middle of nowhere. Just a a headstand. Just... Stand out there in the grass on your head. Were, yep. they, were, were they wearing skirts? Were they wearing skirts or anything, guys? <laughs> yoga pants? No. That would be pretty awesome if they were. I don't know. I kind of think they had yoga pants on, but I'm going to suggest the skirts on the next headstand you should. session. That would be a good one. I'll second that. Be. Oversized sundresses. Yeah, yeah yoga, yoga pants were good, but skirts would be better. What was that comment? I didn't hear it. Uh, it uh, oversized sundresses, please. <laughs> <laughs> nice sound effect, by the way. Oh, man. Another professional sound effect. Oh, yeah. Mm. Cool deal. What are you, you drinking? Going out again? I'm what? going out again tomorrow. Oh, I'm yeah. going gonna, gonna to go out tomorrow and then um, 
Saturday morning we're going to wake up, drive over. How about you guys? Now, uh, tomorrow morning I'm going to Lawrenceburg, Tennessee, which is only about an hour away from here, and I'm going to get some places since I decided to tear most of my wrap off at Lake Fork. Oh. Um, I'm real close to where my wrap guy is, so I'm gotcha. going to get that fixed, and then we're going to go on and go to Paris so that I can get some other things tended to. Cool. I would <laughs> love to go back out there, though, because it's really a lot of fun. Getting to idle around and look for giant schools i think you may have rolled up on one today we found one we found one i i, I know both of us i i saw chad on the water island for hours um and unfortunately i don't think they're stacked here they're not stacked like cordwood deep but uh we did i did find one school today that had a lot of nice big fish on it i'll be posting some pictures later of that um uh, but it's it's not easy you, you got to work to find those schools. It's a lot of idling time. Yeah, and it, you know it, it, it gets uh, you get sleepy because you're just looking back and forth from one graph to the other and watching the map, and then but then all of a sudden it lights up and you're like, oh yeah, 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 hey, baby. I, I mean it. it's uh, it's like everything else. It's six or eight hours worth of work for one or two really good spots. One or two really good spots. And, and, yeah, but it's so rewarding and it, it just takes time. It's like everything else. You know, it, it, I'm sure you get asked all the time. I, what can I do to become a better angler? It's time on the water. Whether it's water. your nose in the electronics, idling around looking yep. for those schools, or it's time spent with a rod and reel in your hand actually doing the casting, learning the little intricates about the baits and everything else, that's it. Number one thing. Yeah, hey, Mike, time Mike. Water. There's no substitute. I agree. Mike, we have an, yes. I, we have an IM question. Some, I, I am question. Hit us. Fans want to know that being uh, that Becky taught Chad's wife how to do a, a headstand, are you going to show chad what a ro- what a roman helmet is <laughs> uh, that's not funny <laughs> I, I, I don't want to know I, I, I'll, I'll go through life and never know it no no that's what that question is not <laughs> thank you thank you thank caller. you <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? What name was attached to that I am? Uh, Monroe. Bruticus? Monroe Levy. Oh, I thought it was Bruticus. Skeet Monroe. Yeah, Skeet. <laughs> From California. Skish Monroe. Yeah. Skeet. It was Skish Monroe. Oh, my gosh. All right, so there, there was a great update on, on why we're here and what's going on. And Chad's and, wife. Uh, and it's, it's been relaxing, I can tell you. It's been, it's been a nice couple of days. It's been a little bit of downtime for us. So uh, it, it's been good. But we are, we are on to Kentucky Lake next week, uh, Bass Fest. A um, little bit different format this year on Bass Fest in that there will be awarded this year. For that tournament. Uh, if you remember from Bass Fest last year, and we'll be talking to Jacob Wheeler here in a little bit, um, there were no points attached to that tournament. This year, it's a points event. So we go in and, uh, you know, we, we've got to catch them. And you've got to maintain your position in AOI and, and keep climbing up the ladder. So a uh, big, important tournament for us coming up next week. Awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad they decided to throw those points in that was a great move for BASS to do that yes How many yes. by the way let me let me remind everybody real quick uh, and let them know that tonight's beer of choice and it's going to look very familiar it is Paps Blue Ribbon oh um, PBR yeah Going back to the Paps, little old school style you uh, must they're going be... down smooth they're ice cold tonight and uh, very very much enjoying them enjoying the Paps um 
Real quick, too, uh, let me remind everybody that we want to hear from you. We want to hear your input and your questions on this show. Um, and there's a lot of ways now that you could ask questions. Of course, you could chime right in on our IM right there next to your screen, our instant messaging. Uh, J3 is sitting there. J3 is the master of deciphering the, the IMs. Um, you could also hit us up on the Ike Live social media pages uh, via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. And we've got a phone line that you can call in. And sooner or later, Brian the Carpenter, a.k.a. Spock, a.k.a. Press One Spock, <laughs> a.k.a. Ding Dong, Perch will Jerker. put that phone number up on the screen. Uh, so a lot of ways to get a hold of us. Uh, we want to hear from you. Uh, very important part of the show. Hey, Mike, you talked about uh, you guys are idling around there for hours looking for these schools of fish. What, how do you know you found one? What's it look like? What's How's it, how's it different from uh, all the rest? That's a great question, Pete. And I happen to right now be sitting in my boat. And, and let me real quick just give you a look of the layout and how I run my electronics. This might be really cool for everybody at home. I'm sitting down at the console. So here's a look at, at what I'm looking at when I'm driving my boat. And if you look right here behind the steering wheel, I have uh, a Lowrance uh, HX9, and I'm using this unit strictly for mapping. I have it uh, strictly put to mapping, and I'm, I'm idling contours, brakes, ledges, any change in that bottom. And then if you look over here, and this is kind of right next to where my steering wheel is at, I've got this big, beautiful Lowrance HDS-12 touch. And on this unit, I've got it split-screened between a 2D sonar image and a side imaging or structure scan uh, left-to-right image. And... You know, when I'm idling out there, when I'm idling along these contours, you know, I'm looking for two things. I'm looking for um, irregularities in the bottom, change in the bottom contour, pieces of cover in, in reference to that change. But when we get out here, especially on the Tennessee River system, we're looking for schools of fish. And the best way I could describe to you what they look like on 2D... They look like arches. They look like little crescent moon-shaped arches. But on structure scan, on side imaging, and that's the magic, they look like bright white dots. I mean, the brighter the white on that dot, the bigger the fish, the bigger the, the image, the, the bigger the, the size of that game fish. And so, you know, we're spending idols, uh, hours idling around looking for change and looking for fish. And when you find those two things mixed together, you can get on a big school and a big wad of fish. It's pretty awesome. Is there uh, shell beds associated with those schools out there? Is that Does that matter out at Pickwick? Yes. Shell beds always enhance a spot, especially here on the Tennessee River. Uh, you know, one of the things about 
shells. And we're talking about here on Tennessee River, we're talking about mussels. These are mussel shells, fresh, freshwater mussels, um, is that they are filter feeders. Uh, and they, 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 they feed off of the stuff flowing through the water. And you're always going to find the shells in areas that are protected a little bit from the current. So if you could imagine on that main river, that current just flows down in a straight line. If there's anything there, like a point or a little cut in or anything that breaks that current, they're the areas where you're going to find the shells. And they're the areas where you're going to find the bass. They go hand in hand. Awesome. Well, I hope you find lots of schools at Kentucky Lake. Thank you. <laughs> Looking forward to it. Looking forward to finding more. Are you, uh, are you going to be strolling out there, you think? I know the Kentucky Lake tournaments I've seen, the, the, the ledge bite's always been about 10 feet or less. You think it's going to be deeper than that out there? You know, Pete, it's uh, it's hard to say. And, uh, you know, one of the things I, I never try to rule anything out, but I can tell you based on the – Based on the water temperature, um, I believe that Kentucky Lake next week will be one anywhere from 16 to 25 foot deep. I'm guessing that 18 to 20, 22 is going to be the magic zone. And fortunately, when you're talking about 18 or 20 foot, you don't have to stroll. You could actually cast... uh, you could take a bait like a Rapala DT, uh, DT20 on 10 or 12 pound tests and very easily hit the bottom. In fact, I'm sitting in my boat right now and I'm going to give you a sneak peek to something that many of you won't see till after I cast. Do it. Uh, let, let me move here real quick. Do it. And I'm going to give all you guys one of the first looks at one of the brand new storm baits and this is a bait that brandon polinick brandon's been on like live before he helped design and this is a storm arashi bait and um i have not yet got the fish this bait it's so new i just got my hands on this today but this is a diving plug that on the cast is going to be able to reach 24 or 25 foot on a cast. Pretty amazing. One of the keys to this you notice the oversized lip, but one of the keys to that lip. Circuit board. It is, it's a circuit board lip. Absolutely. Yeah. Brian the Carpenter knows because he fixes stuff. Um, if you look at that lip, it's circuit board lip, and it's thin. And the thinner the lip on a crankbait, the quicker and easier it dives to those depths. So, uh, Shout out to the new Storm Arashi. Shout out to Brandon Polnick. Looking forward to fishing this bait and catching a lot of fish on it next week at Kentucky Lake. Looks, looks like we, we got an <laughs> IM question for you, Mike. You ready, Mike? I'm ready. All right. Do, the one guy, John, wants to know, do the schools typically stay on the upcurrent side or the downcurrent side of the river points? And what color do you use on your side imaging? Great question. That's super question. Um, uh, let's start with the first one. So um, they actually get on both sides of those points depending on how fast the current's moving. So one of the things that we do all the time 
is we regularly check our phones uh, for the generation. And depending on how many gates they have open uh, has a direct impact on the current. So in heavy current situations, when they're pulling the, sh- the crap out of that water, uh, <laughs> hi, uh, you want to be on the down current side of those points. And those bass will stack up. When that current slows down, and a lot of times when they only have one gate open or there's not a lot of water moving, those fish will actually move around a little bit. And I find they get on the up current point better under low flow conditions. Uh, the second question was talking about the color palette, uh, the color palette on my structure scan. And I actually have two that are my favorite. Uh, and my new favorite color that I've been using is actually the white and black. And, uh, you know, again, the reason I love the white blue pattern on my structure skin is the fish pop as white dots, really bright. And you're able to identify those fish from the bottom really easily. Uh, the other palette that I love and one that I've used almost day one is is the um, uh, what I call yellow or orange palette. It's like a yellowish amber, bright orange palette. Uh, another great color palette to help identify your targets uh, from the bottom. So I, I switch back and forth, but the white and blue palette, phenomenal. What was that first one, Mike? You kind of broke up when you were talking about the color of the first palette. Uh, the first palette was white and blue palette. White and uh, blue. White and blue. White and blue. Yeah, the nice thing about the white and blue palette is it really helps your targets pop. It really helps you identify the fish and separate fish from the bottom. Real important thing on your side image. What do you think about that uh, shallow water bite up there, Kentucky? It's famous for the bushes bite. You, you said you guys have been getting a lot of rain. Is the lake in the bushes? Yes, yes the water's up. And uh, I tell you this, Pete, there's plenty of fish to be caught shallow. Uh, I believe that a lot of these guys will fish in. But I can tell you, I have sign on the line right now and guarantee that this person will never be shallow, flipping bushes. In the end of May, you know, if this was early May or April or late March, there's a real good potential it could be one shallow. Uh, but this time of the year, with the water temperature being in the low to mid 70s, going to be dominated by the fish offshore. I'd be really shocked if any of the top 12 fish shallow. I'll be almost, almost positive. They all fish 50. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you know, I've, that's what it's always been down there. I think you're right. You know, we've seen that over and over again on those those ledge tournaments, man. The the it's so you know it's so hard though because it's so uh, it's so fun to get up there and flip those bushes because those fish are so aggressive. They they hit flipping baits and frogs and all kinds of cool stuff. And contrast that to spending eight hours a day idling watching your sonar looking for a spot. So it's uh it's it's very attractive to get in there and fish bushes. You can understand why guys might want to do that. Yeah, yeah, and, and you could get bored and you can get discouraged real easily 
when you idle forever and don't find any, mm. you know, you look up there and you see shad busting, you know, it, it calls you there. But, you you know, if you want to win here, you've got to have the strength to stay out there. And uh, Chad, Chad made a real good analogy. A lot of times you're idling for 8 to 10 hours a day for one or two spots a day. And uh, that's my mindset. That's that's what I try to look for. Awesome. Have you been able to figure out how to see those shells on your uh, sonar yet? I haven't. I'm not. I'm honest with you. I'm not that good. Uh, some of these guys, uh, they can look at a a, a a white dot and say <laughs> that's a bass. That's a white bass. That's a catfish. I can't do that. Yeah. Some guy can say that's a shell bag. That's a shopping cart. That's a used condom laying on the bottom. I can't do that. Uh, I'm not that good with it. But, um, you know, the one thing that never changes is identifying those areas of change. And I'm really good at finding those kind of areas. So um, I'm not that good yet, Pete. I'm, I'm still learning. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's a neat That's a neat one. I hear guys talk about being able to find that stuff with their sonar, but I, I can't see it yet. But, uh but boy, wouldn't that be nice if you could? Cut It'd be your... great. It would save. It would save a lot of time. Mm-hmm. It would save an immense amount of time. We're only a few years away from that. Yeah. Well, guys, guys claim that they can see them, you know, and they, but they're they're only, you know, they stick out maybe just a little bit off I, the bottom. I guess what I mean is we're only a few years away from like actual identification of what something is. Yeah. You know. The technology advancement. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. I, I would agree. It keeps going. If they put if they put the amount of research into this as they'd have camera lenses, say, mm-hmm. you know, it, it would have been done already. That's you know? true. Well, they got some neat stuff. You know, there's some of those 360 units that yeah. you know you could see around the boat. And Garmin has the pan optics, which uh, is shows you some real time fishing in in, in front of you. Um, you know, so there's some really high tech stuff that's coming. I'm sure there's more and more coming every year. Pretty soon we'll be able to tell. Yep. It'll be fun out on Kentucky Lake, but some people think that that's cheating, and we shouldn't be allowed to have GPS or sonars in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Uh, that's your. That's that's for you, Dave. What an I am question. It is an I am question. I thought it was a perfect one for you to go with. <laughs> All right. So, Mike, the the I am question is: someone wants to know who would win in a slap fight. KVD or Skeet? <laughs> I'm going to go. K- I'm going KVD uh, because of the reach. At, the at reach. this juncture, wait. With that question, we have another special guest that just popped in in the background. Oh my God! Will you look at this, folks at home? Joining us on Like Live. Look to my right. Other than K Pink, Kevin. Hi, Kevin. How are you? How are you doing? Good. Will you knock this round of applause, please, in the studio? Round <laughs> of applause, please. Hey, Kevin. Thank you. Mike. Okay, Dave, Mike, now, please, I, Dave, I want you to reiterate that question so Kevin and I can both answer it. Please. Uh, J3, how was it worded again? Can you hold it up? Uh, who, who would, would win? win in a- All right, so Mike and Kevin, who would win in a slap fight? KVD or Skeet Reese? <laughs> I mean, see, here, here's some back. K- KVD comes from Michigan. 
and they actually throw close-fisted punches up there. Skeet, hailing from California, <laughs> may have more experience in the slap arena of fighting. You know? Like pancreas. <laughs> I just got the best IM question for Kevin Pank that he'll ever get. Okay, well, let me, let's answer this one first. I'm going to go ahead and say Skeet wins in a slap fight. Skeet? Agreed. I got to go VD. VD, okay. Okay. We, we've got a split decision here on our end. All right, Kevin, you ready? This this is live, local, late breaking, coming from straight to you. Stop screaming. Fink would like to know. That's the guy's name on the I am question. Can you ask Kevin if he only likes pink boats, or is there something pink he likes more than a boat? <laughs> Gay. Yeah, well, we're <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, that was a that was a very um, that was interesting. I am. It was a very provocative question. Yeah, nice. Yeah, question. good question. Sorry, we can't answer. Who, that. who did that come from? What was the I name on that one? Fink was the name. Fink. Fink was the name. Oh. Okay. Mike, we got to refresh the uh, feed. Okay. I'll call you right back. Okay, call me. Yo, when it goes. Hey, I have an interesting story with uh, with Kevin at the uh, at the Marshall event down on the Delta. What do you got? So we're we're running down, and it's Cliff Crochet. I'm in Cliff's boat, and we're blazing down through the Delta, and everybody's stacked up, but they're running four or five boats wide. And I'm watching Kevin out in front of us. And I just newly purchased my Bass Cat era. Both them boys run Bass Cats. And I'm thinking, how long is everybody going to put up with this? The waves are everywhere. Everybody's bouncing all over the place. Just as I think that in my head, Kevin drops the hammer. And when he drops the hammer, let me tell you, he was gone. He, he took the inside path. Passed everybody. He passed like six boats in a hundred yards. It was awesome. I said, "Well, Kevin Short just finally had the shits of it, and he is gone, Jack." <laughs> Where was this at? That was on the Delta. You're back. Can we hear him? I don't think we got him. Yes, we got him. He's just not talking. No, they're talking. No, nah, it's still bad. Bro. Yeah, it's still pretty bad. But Kevin looks good. Look at it was, Kevin. It was fresh for a minute. Let me, let me try one more. Ke- Kevin looks like he, he cut his time. hair. He shaved. He's totally updated his look. Brian, it probably has to do with Kevin's distance in correlation to the camera. I don't know. Because it has to has to focus on him way back. Mike, speak. Nope. All right. We got no audio, bro. <laughs> well, the Bass Cat... Is lightning fast now, isn't it? It's insane. I've never passed as many people as I've passed in my entire career as the first year I owned my Bass Cat. It's just, uh, it's just lightning quick. It's so cool to be loaded down with live wells full, partner gear, and people will try to ease up and pass it, and you, you just have this extra 10 miles an hour at your disposal. Yeah. At any time. My next boat will be a Bass Cat. Yeah. Just, you know, you, you were a Ranger guy, too, you know. 
you're watching people pass you. <laughs> but you're like, at least I'm riding softer than them, man. You know, they try to justify it. But I can remember that, man. Yeah, that yeah, didn't feel good. Yeah, it's it's frustrating getting passed. I haven't been passed yet uh, since I got this one. But surprisingly, you know, you think, you know, because it's so fast, it, it's a it's a hard ride. But it's actually incredibly good at slicing through the waves. And uh, up at Lake Erie, I had it out in six to eight footers up there. Wow. And uh, did a heck of a job. That's measurable. Is there anything more measurable than that, man? You know, I don't think I'd go out in that water unless I had to, you know? It's, so, it's, it's the worst. It's just work. It's just like such work, you know? You Every wave you have to battle through, and every wave you're getting soaking wet, you know, because it's 30-mile-an-hour winds. Especially up there, because it's it's just like, it's from everywhere. It's, it's not, It doesn't roll like it does on most of the yeah. bodies of water that we're used to fighting, you know? It, yeah, it, it can be nasty that way, depending on where you're at, and, uh, you know, it's just, it, but it always blows. When they send us to the Great Lakes, it's just part of the gig, you know? The hardest part is fishing in it. I get used to it this year, my friend. Yeah, right. You're going there damn near October. Yeah. We're going to get hammered, guaranteed. Almost always get a day canceled when we're going that late in the fall. Almost always. Yeah. It's usually a, a one- or two-day tournament. Yeah, restrict you to the bay. Ah, you know, they keep talking about that, you know, restricting you to, to the Sandusky Bay. Yeah. I haven't had I haven't had them do that yet, um, you know, but they usually will cancel a day I instead. They, I think they did it last year for the Federation event. I think for the – there was a divisional on Erie launching out of um, – out of Erie, Pennsylvania, right? And they restricted them to to that Prescott Bay, Presque Presque Bay, Presque Bay, yeah. Yeah, we've had some nasty experiences up in the big water. One of our, our boys, Bob Soley, sank his boat or tried to. Yeah, <laughs> we were up at uh, Lake Ontario, and uh, I, I'll never forget it. We had ten foot swells. They, you know, you're in big water when they give you the uh, the wave heights in meters. <laughs> yeah. I never had that yet. <laughs> and you're up there, the forecast coming out of Canada says, well, we're going to see two to three meter waves building to three to four meter waves by oh, noon. <laughs> are, they, are they back yet? He's back. <laughs> Hello! Hello. <laughs> we got you. I was yelling. <laughs> happened there, Brian? I don't know, but don't move. Every time you move, everything goes to shoot. I think you hit a button. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hit a button. I, I, spill, I spilled water on the soundboard. Stop moving your head. <laughs> Freeze. I'm going to stop moving. Totally stop moving? Just your lips. Okay. Kevin, don't blink. <laughs> stop smiling. <laughs> nope. All right, go. Uh, what? <laughs> Hey, All what's right. going on? Last time, <laughs> what? La- last time we saw you guys, Mike, you didn't have a beard, and Kevin did. And now it's reversed again. What's going on? Reversed? It is. Well, I, I'm going a little uh, trouble back. I haven't got a haircut. A little scruffy. Yeah. Yeah, Kevin got a hair. Got a haircut. Whew. Um, I shaved my bush. <laughs> Interesting. Manscaping. Man, I would go manscaping the other night. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. Kevin, why don't you give us like a pink mohawk one of these tournaments, man? That'd be awesome watching you blaze down the lake with a pink mohawk blowing in the wind. Nah, that'd be kind of gay. <laughs> nah, not a mohawk, dude. They haven't taken that. They, I don't okay. think they want it. Gay! <laughs> <laughs> the guy that drives oh, a pink boy. boat. <laughs> All right, well. Yeah, I should know. 
Do you want to play an X mark spot? We have the uh, entrance from the contest, Mike. Or. But we do want to see that. We, we do. do want to see that. Yes. When do you want to do that? Right, we're supposed yeah, to get. You want. We're supposed to get Jacob on in three minutes. And got any questions? I do not. Oh, great. How you guys doing in the uh, in the classic hunt, man? It's been a great show. Thanks for watching. <laughs> how you got? How you guys sitting right now? How are we doing at the? How are we doing in classic race? Yeah, yeah. How how you guys holding up? Uh, I'm in eight. I'm in eighteenth. Uh, so so. Um, That's strong. Okay, uh, I've had a bunch of mediocre tournaments, so. We well, got to be happy with that. Mediocre tournaments in your 18th. Right. It's getting yeah. me in there because I've had a bomb yet. Right. Yeah. When you when you don't have a bomb, you you can do okay. I've had a bomb and I'm in fifty seconds. Fifty seconds. Trying to fight my you know claw. I started off with a bomb. Yeah. And now I'm trying to make up from a bomb. Well, Hard you thing. what you last year though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you could do anything. Well, yeah, yeah. I guess so. Yeah. Anything's possible. That's right. Anything's possible. Hey, well, I got um, I got good news for you guys. I just yes. I fished the Chesapeake today for the first time in yeah. five days, and the big girls are all over the place. It is post spawn. What do you mean by that? The, well, you know, yeah, I was concerned about the fishery coming out of the winter. Whether you know we're going to have big numbers, or you know how the what the status of the fishery was, and uh, the spawns concluded, and the post spawn bite is on, and man, the numbers are starting to get up there, you know, and uh, you're seeing a lot of. Of course, a lot of three to six pound fish, but uh, starting to get catch rates up into thirty fish a day, uh, which wow. is which is pretty awesome, you know, for a fishery up this way putting out a size like that. So That's beaten on every weekend, man. Just yeah, beaten. And the grass beds are up. There's acres and acres of grass, and uh, fish fishery looks good. Awesome. Good to hear. And, and the uh, the phone calls are coming in to the locals, the local guys. I know somebody that got called. I saw. I think I saw. Uh, how many call, how many calls have you got to take guys out, Pete? You know, um, <laughs> I think Mike has intimidated everybody away from calling me. <laughs> a lot of other guys are getting the phone calls. <laughs> I think I saw cruise. I, th- I think I saw the cruise missile on the, the Chesapeake today. Is that possible? It is possible. Yeah. How about that? I mean, it's possible. Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I did. I just. I was. The, we had a massive thunderstorm that came through just as we were trying to put the boat on the trailer this afternoon, and I saw. Uh, it looked like. Uh, I mean, it was the missile, Bates boat. You know, I don't know if it was him there. It, it didn't have the truck. It had a different truck attached to it. So uh, I just. Uh, I didn't get a chance to stop, but I drove by. I thought it might be him. I'm like, man, he's got to be in Kentucky Lake in a couple days. He better get busy. Well, there's horrible news for the pros that are going to. Uh you know, ask one of our local Chesapeake studs to help them. Unfortunately for them, Mike Centaur now is requiring that they pay to launch the boat. That's all he's charging to take them out and show them all the secrets. That's it. That's all. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. He, he said, "That's it. I had enough of this paying to take you out. You at least have to pay the ramp fee." Sorry, Mike. Hey, what's, what's Sorry, phone? Mike. <laughs> yes, Kevin wants his number. Yeah. 
You do want his number, Kev. He knows what's up. <laughs> I think like se- a cheat day. I think I think it's one eight hundred. Scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's about right. <laughs> which turns out to which turns into one eight hundred. I'll just scratch your back and wait for you to scratch mine. <laughs> yeah. 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 Best of luck, buddy. Nah, hey. <laughs> I think he would hey, win. Uh, Real quick, you know, I wanted to jump in here and remind everybody that Ike Live is available on iTunes and Stitcher for free download. Hey, go there. While you're there, while you're at iTunes, while you're at Stitcher, uh, write a little review for us, too. If you like us, if you hate us, if you think we're the worst web show ever, just write something. Tonight we were. (laughs) Whatever they want to write. doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes, I don't, I don't. I don't always get to listen to it live. Yes, so I go and download it and then listen to it while See? we're see. Kevin downloads cool. it, so it's a good system. It's very cool. uh, real quick too. Uh, for those of you that are techie and new and interesting, uh, we do have a new technology, Brian, that we're working on for Ike Live. You want to tell everybody about that a little bit? Periscope. Periscope. What, what is it? Periscope. 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 Okay. It's a new uh, product for, for those of you that from Twitter. Yes. Twitter. Yes. Okay. It's a yeah, li- so live stream you, from your phone. You, you, gotcha. <laughs> Our timing's perfect. Okay. Periscope. You go. Periscope. Periscope. Right. There it was. It was Periscope. Great. I like it. What does it do? You can... What is Periscope, Brian? What does it do, Brian? You, you live stream a broadcast from your phone, and you, you, oh. you have a following just like yeah. you have with Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You get followers, and they'll get a notification when you decide to, to broadcast. We did it. We actually wow, tested wow. it tonight and and streamed from the from the studio here and had 20 people jump on and watch us as we just you know kind of scrolled around the room broadcasting f- film. It was you pretty can cool. Do that in the water. Yeah, in it, fact, it's very cool. Let it's me, very cool. Yeah, let me uh, let me take this time to tell you that uh, I am a Periscope, also my Gallon, and um, based on this conversation tomorrow. If you're uh, going to watch, I will do a live stream from Pickwick tomorrow on one of the thousands of mega schools that we're going to find. So, so watch that tomorrow. Awesome. Yeah, if they if they follow you, they'll get the notification as soon as you start broadcasting. Only give them a time. Right. Yep. That's and right. and it also records it so you can go back and watch. And what time would that be, Mike? I don't know. So there it is. There's Periscope. Hey, uh, so we got Jacob Wheeler on deck. We also have uh, the KVD thing we haven't even touched upon. Oh, we haven't. Hey, Mike. Yeah. We got the uh, guy that was on the back of your boat who's willing to call in and give his two cents on there or make up a bunch of lies about what didn't happen. Does he want to call in? Yeah. We can actually get him to call in. That's awesome. Well, we want to talk to him. All right. Do you want do you want to take Jacob first, and then we'll get into that afterwards, or how you want to do let's, this? Yeah, yeah. Let's do that. You want to do that? We'll get Jacob Wheeler on the phone, and then we can talk about the uh, KVD incident. Yeah. Is there is there a way you can tilt the 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 laptop down so you're not getting all the white in the background? I, I feel like that's really affecting the. Maybe a little bit to his left tail. Uh, yeah. Just kind of settle it in a little bit. How's that? Just let it settle in. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and just kind of stay still. 
It's getting better, man. <laughs> All right, talk so much yourself. I'm going to dial him up. <laughs> oh, man. So, Pete, how do you think this whole KBD thing will turn out? You know, I I have been overwhelmed with holiday and fishing every day. I totally missed it. I, I, I want to hear the story. I want to hear what happened. Like, uh, I heard something about a fish getting caught around Kevin's boat, and I didn't get to see it. Maybe some of our listeners didn't get to see it either. Oh, well, I guess we're going to get into it. There, there's a rivalry between the two guys. Yeah. You know, both alphas in their own industry, and this spilled over, I guess, into another confrontation between the two of them. It'll be it, interesting. It, did it go viral? Did it, did it get aired? I don't think so. No? No. If it did, I think the audio was real poor from what? What happened? Well, we're going to find out. We're okay. Because we're going to have some eyewitness. Now we have an eyewitness. Okay. We have a third-party eyewitness. It's no did, longer our, you know, Mike's word against his. Okay. Yeah. I have a feeling this guy, the this guy might be on Mike's side. <laughs> hey, you don't know, man. You don't know. It's a setup. I heard you caught a big fish around Kevin. And it got under and mixed up in his boat. I guess, I guess are we gonna have the are we gonna have the the guy the caller just tell us what what his what, what exactly he saw? We are. Is that what we're he gonna is. do? He is. He's gonna he's gonna tell his version of what happened. Okay. Well, I've I've had that situation before where I've had a fish on, and I've had uh, anglers nearby like almost purposefully, you know, drive their boats. To try to either throw wakes or right. uh, really? it, it almost appeared like they were trying to cut my line off sometimes. Very rarely. I you thought know? you and Lefebvre were friends. <laughs> it wasn't him. <laughs> no, but it, people people can get nasty, you know, and when, when that sort of stuff happens, I'm at, I'm anxious to hear what this guy's opinion was. Yeah, we'll see. So, J3, while we're waiting to get on, uh, oh, we, we have Jacob? We, we do. Okay. Michael? Uh, folks at home, folks at home, joining us live, the phone, phone, from somewhere in the United States of America. Jacob Wheeler, Jacob Wheeler, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jake! Are you there, buddy? Hell, are you guys there? Yeah. yeah. Can you hear us, yeah. Jacob? What's up now? Hey, man. What's up? How you doing, Jacob? <laughs> Good, buddy. Good, man. Just, uh, just getting to traveling. You know how we are always, we're always going somewhere. It's always uh, nonstop. Like a gypsy, man. Where are you right now? <laughs> it's like a gypsy, that's for sure. It's it's uh it's nonstop. You never can, you never can eat enough. But it's, it's one awesome deal. I actually just love Ducky Lake, so you know whenever you get a chance to go out there and and catch some of them fish. I, I saw you over there at Pickwick, messing around with a couple of them, uh, big old big old bass down there in Alabama. But man, it's it's awesome to be on the Tennessee River this time of year and go catch some of them big ones that get when they get cooled up. Y'all there? Yeah, we we hear you. I'm, we're waiting for Mike's feed. We're having a little trouble with his feed. Jacob. Go ahead, Pete. 
So take, uh, take over here while Mike's But, but yeah, that, that's cool. You're, are you headed to Kentucky Lake right now? Are you already there? No, so, what, what? Just, so I was, you know, obviously fishing the Hurley School in the last year fish basketball for I'm fishing basket this year. So with a little bit of time coming back from Lake Fork, you know, I can have both we both fish, uh, you know, down at CDC, down in Lake Fork. And, and so coming back from Lake Fork, I'm like, you know, I live in Indianapolis. I'm living about five hours from from uh, Kentucky Lake, and I said, you know, a buddy of mine was down there, and he's like, dude, come on, slide by. Let's go catch, catch a handful of these bass right now, because, you know, this time of year, I mean, June, first week of June, we're out at last week of May, I mean, um, you know, bass fish is coming up down there. It's just, I mean, it's just the prime time to go to Kentucky Lake and, and catch a lot of fish, and, and catch a lot of big fish, too, so um, I just couldn't, I couldn't help but pass up, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to go over there and, and try to catch a couple bass. Well, that's awesome. Well, you were the defending Bass Fest champ, and uh, when you when you fished there, was it that that was a ledge? But I remember seeing some of that footage. Wasn't that a ledge tournament for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ike was leading the first. Ike was that's leading right. the first set, I and mean, that was uh, it was crazy to look at Lake Chickamauga. I mean, Chickamauga is a lake that I fished a whole lot. And I actually have a big, I have a tour event coming up here in, in just about a week and a half there. But uh, Chickamauga is just it's a different kind of lake, you know. It's uh, they were off the off the bank. Actually, you know, Ike led the first day. He had a, a big bag, you know, like 26 pounds the first day, and um, and, and it was it was just a, a deal where you had to you weren't getting a lot of bites. You know, normally on, on a Tennessee River lake, um, you get a lot of bites. And, you know, you're gonna you fire school if you have 20 schools and you can rotate and catch, you know. 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, or even 100 bass, hey, if, if you get, you get on a line. And, and it, you know, in Chickamauga, it wasn't like that. It was, uh, you know, you grind it out for maybe 10 minutes of, you know, perfection a day. You get one, 10 minutes of, of spur a day where you can catch them really quick and you get that school fired up and you might get, you know, you might catch three or four. And then the rest of the day, just a grind. And so, you know, a lot of, you know, I had pretty big weight. And I set 22 on the first day, and I had, I had over 30 pounds the second day. And then I had another, you know, almost like, I ended up with 22, averaging 22, 23 pounds a day. But you see that, and you're like, man, that was unbelievable fishing, but it was, a, it was one of those grinder out events. So when you got a bite, it was the right time. And uh, it, it was really a difficult event, but it was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, it, it's a lot of fun to fish those, 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 those off-the-bank events. It takes a little bit different. Uh, people think you know, there's a lot of luck involved, but it, it's so much um, trying to figure out how those fish position and what they're doing and why they're doing something. And, um, it's, it's really a lot of fun. I mean, it, it, it takes another, it takes to another level with your electronics, with the mental side of things, being able to sit there and, and figure out timing too. But you said you had a lot of experience at that at lake. Do, do you have a lot of experience on Kentucky Lake? Is this lake new to you? Well, Kentucky Lake is Kentucky Lake is um, a lake that I fish. You know, not fun. You know, Kentucky Lake's huge. And this is this is how you gotta look at like you know for those of the folks that are listening. Um, you know, we fish all over the country this time of year, and and the primary pattern, you know, that, that wins the majority of the events in the summertime is ledge fishing, and, and so we go to. You know, we just came back from Lake Fork and Brennan won the PDC. Um, you know, it, it's all it was all off the bank. You know, it's all it's all figuring out where those schools of bass are and understanding you know how to trigger those fish. Um, and so that 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 was you know it was new. Kentucky Lake I fished for quite a few years now, but 
you know, the cool thing about that lake is it, it's so vast. It, it, it's a hundred miles long, and you, I mean, literally, you know, you catch a bass from dam to dam. And that's what's so cool about that lake, you know, it, it's one of the biggest, it's the biggest Tennessee River lake in town, and, and, and there's just so many dang bass there. So, now, now Chickamauga, I knew, I knew Chickamauga, yeah, like, I knew Chickamauga, and that was something um, definitely played in my hand. You would mix it up and run around and catch a few fish, but um, Kentucky Lake's going to be a really interesting event for these guys in the Elite Series. I mean, it's going to be an absolute smash fest. They're going to have, I mean, I know uh, Terry Scroggins and a couple of them guys were going down there um, to get, get ready and you know, practice start, I think, Sunday. So it's going to be it's gonna be one of them tournaments that are going to, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Hey, Mike, are you back with us? He's nope. he's gonna move. Uh, he's gonna move inside. So. Okay. He's yeah. in. Hey, Jake. This is Dave. Jake, could you speak a little louder into your phone? Yeah. Can you hear me? Hold on, Misty. Right now. A little bit better. Yeah, it's a little bit clear. I, I have a question for. Are you are you married? <laughs> no. No, I'm not. No. What are you laughing like that for, dude? Uh, like, uh, what the fuck? Uh, Why uh, do you think uh, I'm gonna? Uh, <laughs> not, not right now. So, I'm 24. I'm 24 years old, and, and uh, you know, one day, one day, but right, not right now. Well, perfect. So, I mean, do you have a girlfriend? Uh, I don't. I don't uh-huh. have a girlfriend. Good. Maybe you can be I, the I first. Maybe you can be the first young angler actually to come on our show that actually lives like a young guy on the road. Like, do you have any funny, yeah. good stories you can share with us with, without naming names? <laughs> oh shoot. Just funny ones, man. Like that wound up bad. You know, the ones that wind up bad are the best ones. No one wants to hear about the good one that you brought home. Everyone wants to hear about the real bad one, dude. You have any funny ones on the road? Uh, uh, there's a few of them, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of a story that uh, if there's one that comes to mind that would be beyond. There's a few of them, but uh, nothing. I can't think off the top of my head that there's there's a whole bunch of stuff that I can. I, I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if I can. I, I don't know if I can tell you. All you can give. It, you can give it to us, buddy. <laughs> there's some stuff. There's always some stories. Like what? There's always some stories. Um, I can't. I can't. Tell Go you. ahead. Let it fly. Let it, it fly. Uh, I can't tell you that one. Don't give. Don't I'll, give I'll, in to I'll the pressure, Jake. I can't. I can't tell you that one. So, yeah, yeah, Jake, it's, it's going to—it's coming whether whether you want it to or not. So we probably, yeah, we probably will end up. We'll probably end up here by the end of the night. There's no doubt. Yeah, Jake, <laughs> this isn't one of those like paperclip wristed shows where you're going to get questions about fishing. Everyone knows what you're doing out there. Everyone can read about what you're doing. The, your fans want right. to know some interesting stories, like you know, like give it, just give us something funny. Give us something funny, not necessarily fishing related. That happens on the road because we know some stuff. Oh, you know some stuff. You're now. about to know what we know unless you give us something. <laughs> okay. okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So this is the thing. I mean, this, you know, being on the road, it's, 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 it's tough. You know, you go on the road and you have a family on the road. You know, you get a family on the road, and, and uh, me and I, I have, I have a friend of mine that I room with, and he's sort of like a brother to me. Matt Airy, I room on the road. We're, good friends, you know, we spend a lot of time together, we, we hunt together and all that stuff, well, you know, Mac's always giving me a lot, a lot of heck, he's a little older than I am, he's 31, 24, so, you know, he looks at me like, you know, hey, I'm his, like, younger brother sort of thing, and, and, um, 
there's always stuff that goes along with with getting out there on the water and trying to mess around with stuff and and uh I, I know I know he's he's gotten he's gotten me a few times with little things and here here and there and I wanted to play a prank on him that I just felt like, you know, it would get him get him a little bit more than anything else. You know, he always gives me a tough time about um, he always gives me a tough time about, you know, little things or whatever it is. So, you know, one thing is we all we all forget to grab something, we all forget to grab this or that or when we're in the uh you're getting ready for the tournament. You're always trying to get ready. You're trying to you always have everything. You're trying to get together before you get out there on the water. And <laughs> I remember, I know I grabbed Brett Lobachobi, and I threw um, that the night before practice. I grabbed and I went by and I I um, I dumped all. He dumped all of the phone feed right there. <laughs> That's what he dumped. Are you there? <laughs> He's running. <laughs> that was such a good That was probably a very smart decision. That was. <laughs> because what the fans don't know, what he was oh, going to... Oh, oh. You there, Jake? I'll go call him back. Oh, no. I, I, I go, thought... Go ahead. Fire and hole. Well, no. I, it sounded like he was going to reveal what he did with the flute at band camp. I don't know. Like... <laughs> 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 could hey guys could you imagine like what it would have been like if we were young single and 24 like on the road no no <laughs> well, be, because we would have been nine when pete was 24 <laughs> <laughs> Uh, hang on, I'm having I'm having earphone problems here, man. Man, going right at him, Dave. Not going at him, just trying to have fun with these guys. Well, I think the fans would like to hear a different side of these guys. I think they would too. No one wants to hear a regurgitated article. Yeah, but you seem to be going right for the sexual stories. Well, because what what do you, what do men and young men want to hear about? <laughs> they want to hear about fishing, but then they want to hear about the other fishing. You know, like. <laughs> And then fighting maybe once in a while. That's, yes. We're men. That's what we do. We hunt, we fight, and we. The other one begins with a. We hunt, we fight, <laughs> and we fornicate. We yeah. are barbarians. Yes. Where uh, are the women? He's, he's Jake, back. Jake, you back, buddy? There we go, guys. Sorry so about that. You, you fell off right when you were walking by his, uh, his boat at nighttime. Yeah, you know, this is the thing. I always mess around with little stuff, and I have to. You always got to give them a hard time. I, I, uh, one thing is, I basically, it, it's pretty straightforward. I was like, all right, you know, he's always giving me a hard time getting ready, getting things together and whatnot. And, 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 uh, we're out there and I'm messing around with certain things and messing around with tackle. And, and, uh, we get out there. I think we have one day of practice left. And, and he was tying around, he was messing around with little certain things, messing around with knots and everything. I was giving him a hard time. And, through like later on he went in went in the room and and (laughs) 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 he's getting us I love it (laughs) okay that's brilliant (laughs) (laughs) 
Somebody somebody wanted to know what Jake from State Farm was wearing. They yeah. wanted to ask him. I was wearing... Oop, I can't answer that. Well, thank Jake God we finally State got somebody Farm. to come after us, but that, that was good. So should we give him one more chance? No. I think if he comes back I'd like to ask. I'd like I to ask him about. It. Yeah, I'd like. I have a because I he 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 had a choice. We have a couple to good. give us a story, right? Or we start talking about what we know, right? Which is about to happen. And, and he, he chose the other road. And he's playing you, so game on. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> we're going to give him another chance. Quiet. Hey, yeah. uh, by the way, real quick. Shout out! Uh, checking my Instagram while we're waiting. You guys there? Uh, yeah, sorry. we're we're here. Yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, <laughs> dude. Anyway, it was uh, same old stuff. But anyway, you know, it, it was that one. That one just sort of. It was sort of funny, but you guys hear the rest of the video. It was, it was sort of funny. I got all the stuff. Yeah, it was right. All my trash and this stuff. Through all the trash and this did live well. And you know, you go to you go to you go to boat registration or boat check in the morning you go through there and whatnot and he had all his dang trash and we're all sitting there and uh, i said man you go through boat check he's like no 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 i didn't go through boat check i uh, threw basically all the trash that we had into his survival that night dude it was it was hilarious he had to go back up there and he basically got all his stuff out and, and whatnot i was thinking of one other story about it. i just I, I couldn't tell you all that one but uh we had some fun times on the road and and one that, I, that came to mind real quick here, I'll tell y'all. We're out there, Matt and I are out there on Okeechobee, and, and there's a lot of gators out there. And, and gators, man, they will freaking eat a frog like no other. And it's, it's something, something crazy. And we get out there, dude, and, the, you know, the little gators are fine. I mean, the little gators, them little three, four-foot gators, you can put them in the boat. I mean, you, you can, you know, you want to be careful, but... But uh, we're fishing a frog, and we're fishing frogs on the, on the hydrillomath later in the year. And I throw a frog out there, and Matt has this one coming. I'm like, Matt, you don't want to mess with that one. Matt, you don't want to mess with that one. And he's like, all right, dude, just get, just get the video. Just get the video. All right. So I, I, I put on the video. I roll it out. I'm like, I'm rolling, dude. I'm rolling. This, like, eight- or nine-foot gator eats the frog. He sets the hook. He's got the thing on. It's whooping his butt. I got this video. It's so hilarious. We get it up there. And it just whooping his butt. The rod breaks in half. We go in after, and it's still hooked. And I'm like, man, I need my frog back, dude. That's a freaking good frog. So we get up in there, and I'm not gonna dang grab that. You know, get all the way up to the top of the mat. Grab that. I grab a golden rule, and I'm not. You know, I try to grab with some pliers or something. Grab a golden rule. Try to knock the frog out. He grabs the gator. Grabs a hold of that golden rule, and starts spinning. Starts spinning. And. uh Dude, that thing was, we finally got that frog back, but it was, his rods broken, lines trashed, the golden rule now measures, I had to go get another golden rule, the golden rule now measures like, you know, 14 inch or measures 14 and a half or something like, you know, 13 and a half, it's all bent to heck, but, I mean, regardless, we have some fun on tour, I, yeah, I thought sounds it was like ideas and things, but I just, you know, anyway. Yeah, I mean, despite your accolades, which are, which are you know, very many. I find something interesting about you. Correct us if, if we're wrong, but do you travel with your sister? My little sister, yeah. She she um, she traveled with me quite a bit when I was in my first two three years. She was uh, she was more sort of my fish caddy. She helped me out with everything. Um, you know, she she came along and and now she's actually getting ready to get married later on this 
played in Toronto August. So um, I, I don't have that opportunity to, to have her come along with me as much as I'd like to. But uh, little sister, yeah, she's she's one major help. She comes to every major event. I mean, you need somebody there that can, can help you along and help you out. And, uh, I mean, she's really been the support. You know, I mean, my whole family has been, but my little sister, she really has done everything and anything she could to help me out with so just about anything. On days you made the cut and Ish Monroe didn't, where did you hide her at? <laughs> hey, dude, that is no joke. You guys, I'm going to listen to this now. <laughs> I, I, I was, see, we were, we were good. I'm not going to lie. We were good. My little sister, she, if you ever met her, she'd be like, all right, you know, she, she's very outgoing. Okay, she's very outgoing. I love her to death. Gosh, she's awesome. But, I mean, she's a little flirty, okay? Let's be real. She's a little flirty. So, we're out there. I just, I just wear, I'm like, look. I, I'm at two years like she would talk to some guys on tour and I'm like this is not gonna work I said none of these guys you want, I want you to be dating so you are absolutely done so actually that's why I was like hey you can help me out from home but <laughs> my sister is off limits to any of the guys I said nah this is not gonna work you got a little bit too friendly and I'm like nope you're cut off so now now I don't have to worry about that. So she can come on the road again. That's no problem. But I was like, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah, I, hear you. I couldn't imagine that. Mike, do you have anything for Jake? Yeah, I would like to say that um, Jake has won more bets in the tournament world than any other angler. He's taken my money several times. Um, and, and uh, do, do you want to comment on that, Jake? Do, have you won more or Dude. lost more bets in your life? We have a lot of fun. You know on, talking we about, have a lot talk, of fun on. Talk on about tour. side yeah, bets, a, little side bets. Side bets, yeah. I mean, there's this is the thing. We have you know thousands of hundreds of thousands of dollars that's going on. I mean, there's always hundreds of thousands of dollars <laughs> that, that we're fishing for. But you know, sometimes it's those ten dollar bets that matter the most. You know, so. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll lose a couple side bets, but you know, you know, you think about it, and you, you know, you might be winning ten thousand dollars if you get a check. You might, if you make the top ten, you might get another couple thousand dollars. But that's not really. You want to? I, I make up little bets, and, and and I can. We always talk about little things like, you know, what's it going to take to make the cut, and you know, depending on how the fishing's going, and how how practice is going, and what, uh, you know, how much weight are you going to have, and. You know, it just makes it fun. It makes you fish a little bit harder. You know, I mean, Ike, Ike's always pretty catching. I mean, we were up there on, on Champlain last year, and I, one thing is, you know, I'll get I'll get to the up there on Champlain. You know, in August, it's like the longest days you've ever seen in your entire life. It's like 14-hour days. I mean, just light up there at five o'clock. It doesn't get dark until eight thirty. And you know, so and I get to the ramp. I get the ramp at like 5:45, and I, I already be out there. And then I get off the water, and you're getting off the water in dark. And we be getting out there, and I'm like, Ike, what do you what do you think it's going to take to win? You know, he's like, oh, dude, it's going to take 18, or you know, obviously he's catching them. And so, but I told him, I said, look, I said, there ain't no way it's going to, you know, it's not going to take 18 a day to get, you know, make a top. I think it was, I think we said 18 a day to make the top 10. I was like, look, this is the deal. I said, 18 a day, I said, there's no way, I took 17 and a half. No, man, it's fishing unbelievable, you can do it, you know, from Ticonderoga to Mississippi, it doesn't matter where you go. 
like, all right, this is the thing. Because I, I have a little collection, believe it or not. This is the truth. You know, I, I like betting a little bit. Not not high, not high dollar or anything, but it's it's fun because you know to either whenever you lose. What I always do whenever I lose, but whenever someone else loses, you know, we don't care about the ten dollars, the little side bets. But I, it's fun to bet against a lot of your buddies. And so our bet was if it takes over eighteen pounds a day to make the top ten, you know, I gotta I gotta sign a ten dollar bill and post it on Instagram or something like that uh, with Mike. So basically, that I lost, or he had to do it. And ultimately, it took I think seventeen and a half pounds a day. And I have, and I have that ten dollar bill hanging up in my room, along with Ishman Rose hundred dollar bill, <laughs> and a few others. But this week, this last week at, at, at Lake Fork, good friend of mine, Scott Martin, I was like, dude, let's do this hundred dollar bet. Hundred dollar bet. Whoever, because we both had like seventeen pounds. I think Ike had seventeen the first day, and we're all like, hey, forget it. You know, Lake Fork, seventeen pounds normally on any lake. You're like, yeah, you know, seventeen pounds not too bad. You know, no big deal. And then you go, like, but on Lake Fork, that's like catching, like, 10 pounds anywhere else. You know? <laughs> you know, you need, like, like 24 pounds of a yeah. decent bet. That's, that's just the average day. And so we're like, well, we need we need a little bit more extra motivation. So I bet him I bet him 100 bucks. I'll bet you $100, you know, first person, you know, whoever wins, you know, yeah, whatever. Here's $100, you know, whatever. So he's like, yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we changed the subject. Well... You know, we change the subject and we go on talking about, you know, this spot or talking about fishing. You know, this is right before takeoff. And then all of a sudden I come in and, and he's got a big smile on his face. And, you know, in the TDBC, we know what people have. We know, like, you know, what we're catching. And we know, like, you know, by the live leaderboard, you know, how, you know, by the end of the deal, like, who, we don't have to weigh our fish. We already have been weighed, so we know how much the other person has. So I look up there and Scott Martin is like, well, so he caught like 29 pounds up there. He comes over, he's like, hey, dude, 100 bucks. I'm like, what are you talking about, $100? He's like, no, 100 bucks, right. dude. We need a, like, you know, it was a $100 bet. I'm like, dude, there's no way. We didn't, you know, he never agreed on it. I'm like, dude, I, I, I'm all about betting, but you got to agree. You got to agree to something. And that sucker, this is why I said, nah, you just want to, <laughs> you want to, I'll probably end up paying him because I'm good for my money, but. We'll see. We'll see what. Uh, I said, as long as as long as he Shut finds up. it, I'll sign it and put it up in, in, in the room or something. I'm just like, yeah. Little side bets are always they're always make things interesting. That's for sure. They might keep you out of the freshwater hall of fame. <laughs> <laughs> or off the show for the rest of the history of the show. <laughs> so Johnny Cruz oh, says you shit it up his boat last week. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> what do you got to say about yeah. that? Hey, I have no comment on that one. <laughs> that one was <laughs> that one right there. That was not intentional, man. That was not. <laughs> Jake, did John Cruz give you any missile jakes? Missile jigs, yeah. Those are freaking pretty bad. That's cool. How many did you get? <laughs> What's that now? How many did he give you? Because we, you know, we asked for. We each got one and a half. He, he, only did, he just showed me one of them. He's got that one over there. He goes, hey, dude, I got about 100 of them. You want one of these things? They're pretty nice. Uh, at least he's consistent. Yeah. I don't feel that bad now. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty he's pretty stingy now. I'm telling you, if he has 40 crankbaits, 
you want you know you catch some money but god buddy i'm not real sure i don't i don't have enough i don't have quite enough <laughs> i'm pretty sure you know i'll let you look at the crankbait but uh i gotta make sure i have enough for these three days of fishing i'm like dude you got 40 of them yeah oh but you know interesting Johnny's freaking hilarious. Johnny is funny. That, the word, actually, the word for that's not called hilarious, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> miserly. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, I ordered his jigs. I still haven't had them. I paid for them and all. Well, there you go. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Boycott. Well, Jake. Boycott. Jake, it's been a pleasure having you on the show, my friend. Thanks for those yeah, stories. Uh, they were outstanding. Yeah. Hey, good luck. Good luck repeating. Yeah, hey, good luck, my friend. Good luck, buddy. Hey, I, there you go. I appreciate you all. I really do. I'll, uh, we'll definitely have to catch up. It's pretty crazy. How in the world? <laughs> hey, I I got a I got a quick right. side bet. You right. got, you all want to make a side bet? How about this bet? I bet he can't answer a question with a short answer. Who wants to take that bet? Yeah. Hello, hello. You're on. Hello. <sighs> yes, go ahead, Mike. I'm making my ties now. You got okay. the sh- you got How's the show back. Doing? Good. My toenails grew a quarter of an inch. <laughs> I put my headphones on to see if this would improve my reception. Uh, and, you, mm. and you still nod it off. <laughs> it was like listening to golf on a Sunday. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Wow. Lordy, lordy. Well, we got that Just out. one okay. of the most accomplished 24-year-olds in the history of the sport of bass fishing. That's all he is. He is. He's that. He's that. Doesn't mean we can't have fun with it, Pete. <laughs> you know, you can laugh that, a little bit at that, people's expense. Is that what that's <laughs> yeah, you're not going to go to hell for it, all right? I think you might a little bit. No, if you I don't if you wished ill upon him, that's a negative thing, but not laughing at someone or with someone. That's that, how I grew up, man. Yeah, I mean, dude, he should have grew up in Runnymede. Right, yeah. right, you know. Yeah. Anyhow, not that, that I do not know. <laughs> <laughs> but what I do know is this. What did you know? <laughs> that that I do not know. But what I do know is this. I would like to get into the KVD story yes. at some Talk point during the show. How about now? I, I think I got the video queued up. Let's see it. Well, let's cue the video. Let's play it. And then we can relive the entire scenario. All right. You stand by for a second. Give me a minute. Pete, talk okay. about whatever you talk about. <laughs> so, right, let's talk oh, about Oh, wait. Hold stuff. on. Bri. Yes. Bri. Yes. Oh, hold wait, on, wait, wait. Quick. Yes. Uh, another guest angler just hey, walked in. Uh, everybody, folks at home, Jimmy Houston, everybody. Jimmy Houston. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I thought it was spinnerbait. Uh, that's funny boy that is Jimmy Houston how about it Stelly I'm anxious to see this video alright do it up Brian let's see this video show me what you're working with (laughs) this is the video of Mike catching a fish and well the whole drama about another conflict with Katie that wasn't it. That was Lamb of God. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. That wasn't playing, I'm pretty sure, when it happened. 
Luckily, it wasn't the video we had ah. on before that. Yeah, this this is the one with uh, absolutely no audio. Oddly enough. Do you want me to do the audio? Yes. Yeah, do Mike. Can you do full screen? Well, is that Mike or is that KBD? That's Mike. Okay. Yeah, thank, thank you for that. <laughs> hey, Kev! The fish is what the on. F are you doing, Kev? <laughs> Get it away! F! <laughs> don't I don't care if my boat bumps into yours. Got it away. I'm trying to land this fish. Well, oh gosh, Mike. <laughs> I can't even do Michigan. <laughs> I, this isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Kevin was Kevin was still reeling like it was on his rod. Did you see that? It was, dude. What are you talking about? He's got his bait hooked. So, so wait a minute. There's a bait. Yeah. Kevin's bait's on the fish as well. That's just could be because the line was crossed over. I got so you. the bait and it rode up the line to the fish. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. no, no audio here? This doesn't look that confrontational. Well, here, here it comes. Here comes the... Uh, there it was. Did you see that? That was the... Uh-huh. No. That was it. Oh. All right. I, I got to hear the inside scoop. What happened? It says escape any time. Are, are you still with us, Mike? Yeah, did we did we play it? I guess I'm assuming we played the video. Yeah, yeah we played the video. It looked like you caught a fish. It intersected Kevin's line. It was very high time. Uh, you, <laughs> you cut his line, and uh, we didn't really see much conflict. Yeah. So um, let let me uh, I, I, I'll, I'll, I'll lay out the entire story for you in its re- reality and, and really what happened. And uh, so there was no audio. Which, uh, you know, that made a lot of people, I think, wonder what the emotional situation was as that was going on. Um, but uh, so let me lay out the whole story for you. So uh, second day of the tournament, we were uh, both um, we were early in the flight on the second day. I think he was like first boat out and I was third boat out. And we literally ran to the same exact spot, which is an actual Lake Fork community hall. For real. It is a community hall. And um, and Kevin pulled up. And Kevin was really right on the key spot. And uh, he was on the key spot. And I had to kind of try to fish around him a little bit. And that was difficult. Uh, tried to do it a little bit. wasn't working out. And so I made a decision that I was going to stroll boat. Oh. And so I cast out I cast out a deep diving crankbait and um, started to make a stroll and that crankbait got down in about the 30s, 30, 32 feet and I started reeling it in, bumping the bottom and it got about halfway back and a one loaded up on it, fish loaded up on it. Dead hook on that thing. And of course, as it's fighting, it's wanting to go left, which is under Kevin's boat. And I'm like, oh God, no. Come on, come on, don't do that. And and she just she's gone. She's gone left and I can't do anything about it. And so before I know it, it's under it's under his boat. And I'm 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 just I can't think about it. I look and jumps 
like ten feet in front of the booth. And with this, I can't. And the whole time I say anything, back to his face, like, wait a minute, is do I have one on? And so he kind of starts to reel a little bit. And at that point, I realize I'm screwed. I gotta get, I gotta get to the back of his boat. And and so at that point, he looks back and realizes that it's my fish, and it gets it gets tangled. It is line. It gets tangled under his power poles. It gets tangled under his 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 outboard. Oh man! Hold on one second. It gets uh, tangled under his outboard, and so I there and I'm like literally trying to fly under that stuff, and the whole time, I'm I'm apologizing. Um, I'm honestly I. I feel terrible about it, so I'm saying, uh, I'm you know, oh my God, Kevin, I'm sorry, you know, oh man, sorry about that, you know, oh I feel, you know, and I'm apologizing, and I get the fish, I land the fish, and he and he's kind of like, ah, oh, it's all right, that's all right, he's he's totally cool, he's totally cool about it. I get his bait, I give it back to him, I get the fish, we weigh it, and uh, and we go back to fishing, and that was that. In fact, he was really cool about it to the point to which he even made a, a joke about it and said, I, I'm almost positive his exact words were, well, I guess you're part of the community now. So, <laughs> so it was, he was really cool about it. That's uh, awesome. It, it was just a weird scenario, the way that fish went under his boat. But... Um, you know, it's funny how when something like that airs and goes viral, people always assume the worst, right? They always want, they always want controversy, they always want drama, um, and and it wasn't it it that it wasn't that way at all. And so, if we can, we may be able to get my marshal on the phone, Bry. You want to do that? Carpenter, is that true? Do we still have the ability? Uh, and and he could kind of give you a play by play. But it was unbelievable. It was an unbelievable scenario. And um, I now, on my resume, I can now put that I caught a five-and-a-half-pounder under Kevin Van Dam's boat. That's a pretty good accolade for your resume. <laughs> pretty good. Remember his name, Mike? You guys want to mess with him? Let's mess with him. What's up, guys? Jason. <laughs> Josh. What's going on, Josh? man? Josh! What's up? Hi, Josh. How are you? How are y'all? We're good. Thanks for joining us on Ike Live tonight. Uh, yeah, man, I'm pumped. <laughs> Sound like it, dude. <laughs> we were, uh, Josh, we were just recapping the, um, the uh, KVD incident, which... Since it, since you posted that, and since it went viral, I don't know if you know this, but it's now known as Entanglegate. Entanglegate. That's pretty funny. I know, man. It was, it was a crazy moment once I realized it. Can you just? That was your first word. This is gonna go viral. And it did. Can, it can did. You, it uh, did. I think it got 100,000 views in less than 12 hours. <laughs> wow. I hope you monetize wow. that. Yeah. 
I think it made it better than shed, it didn't have no audio. Shed a little light on five. it for us. You know, I, okay. I gave my version of what happened. Um, but get, let, let's hear it from you. Give your version of what happened and, and, and how it all went down. Oh, well, you know, he you could tell KVD was fishing a specific spot. And you can tell I, you know, he was just kind of fishing the outside edge. And then all of a sudden he started strolling. I think... Was that your? That might have been your first strolling cast. I'm not sure. It was. But uh, you know, he let out his, he let out all his line. Just about you know we're we're really nowhere near KVD to be honest. You know, we, we just look close because we only catch half the catch. You know, he loads up on a fish, and you know, unfortunately, the fish goes towards KVD. You know, it could have went the totally opposite direction. But, you know, it went straight to KVD's boat. And then Ike was like, oh, no, it's under KVD's boat. And that's when I almost just, I broke my phone out into it. It's like, woo, got to get this. <laughs> and the funny thing was with KVD, he's just like, he don't know. He don't have a clue. Like, you can tell him he feels something on his line, and he kind of, like, is gacking with it. And then all of a sudden that fish, I mean, just jumps, like, almost right out in front of him. And it's like, he don't know if he needs to set the hook or what. And then he just finally turns around and sees Ike has a fish. And then Ike's yelling at him, hey, uh, my fish's under your boat, you know. <laughs> and so he just kind of trolling motors over there. And I mean, he just, he don't even touch his boat. I don't even know how Ike didn't hit his boat. But he just went right on by him, slid underneath the motor and the power pole, and landed the fish. And then, you know, and Ike the whole time is, you know, apologizing, you know, and KVD, he seemed pretty cool about it. He kind of chuckled about it and whatnot. So, if I'm not mistaken, I think there was a camera boat out there. So, I think once they air it, I think you'll be able to hear the audio. And I think KVD had a GoPro on his boat, too. So, I think there's audio at some point in time. Yeah, it, it was amazing. Uh, it, it was it was one of the weirdest fish catches I've ever had in my life. But the interesting thing I want to bring up is how long did I laugh about that? I laughed oh, about man. that for like the next until hours. you started until you started hammering them. I mean, you just like we, we laughed and talked about it the whole time. He's <laughs> like, I can't believe I caught that under his boat. He's like, man, that 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 video is gonna go viral. <laughs> And he was like, how many people can say they caught a bass under KVD's coat? And he was like, nobody. <laughs> oh. That's pretty good. It was good stuff. Good stuff. So how long have you, how long have you been marshalling for? Uh, that was my second year out there on Lake Fork. I live out on Lake Fork, so okay. it was definitely a community spot, hands down. <laughs> Any other interesting stories or observations you made? Uh, just... Man, watching Ike in general, I mean, he totally changed up his game plan to go and catch that 30-pound bag. And that fish he caught there, he didn't even need that. He would still had 31 pounds, you know. Wow. I got a, I got his uh, over on camera too. I need a, I need to get that to him. That was a good, that was a good video, and you can hear him on that because he's going crazy. <laughs> nah. Uh, <laughs> so once, once. Mike, once you realized that you had that you had that they had the over, what 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 kind of a tirade did you go on? Well, I tell you that was uh, 
that was a big fish at the time because I had um, I had all five and six pounders in my in my catch at that time. And when you've got 28, you know, 28 pounds, 29 pounds, you need a giant to up to to upgrade. And you know, I was sitting at that point. I was sitting probably just outside the cut at 11th or 12th, and. You know, we we uh, we figured that the only way I would get in is with an over. If you catch an over, it's going to be at least eight pounds. So it came late in the day. I, I want to say with about an hour to go, I hooked that fish on a place that I just had a feeling about stopping on, a place I've never caught a fish in my life. Stopped on it, caught that fish, and uh, and I I was pretty excited. I got to tell you, there was a lot of screaming, a lot of yelling. There may have been some some curses thrown in there, uh, spitting. and I think there was a really there was a really long mambo in there too, if I'm oh. not mistaken. Oh, yeah. Is that right? <clears throat> oh, and don't forget the uh, crankbait stuck in your foot. Hold on, let's go back to the man hug, Josh. What? Uh, I can't. Mike man hugged you over the fish. Oh man, I think I hugged him first. I was going, I was tough. <laughs> <laughs> and we kept saying that. We kept going. Hey, we gotta get. You know, it's like we gotta get a big one. You know, like you got to get it over. And man, let me tell you something. That hook set, he literally jumped from the front of the boat to the edge of his front deck, and he kept leaning and leaning. And he finally just landed in my lap. You know, I'm sitting here, you know, shit flying everywhere. Oh, excuse me, crap flying everywhere. You know, and he just, man, he just goes crazy from there. <laughs> That's good stuff, man. Awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. How big was that? Albert met. I remember that for a long time. That was a pretty cool moment. Eight six, Mike. Eight six. I think it was eight four eight, on four. the official scale. Wow. Now, Mike, in terms of marshals, Josh is probably the exception to what you normally get, right? Like Josh seems like he's a pretty outgoing, cool dude. <laughs> 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 Not slamming you, J three. No, jo- <laughs> <laughs> I guess what so, I mean uh, is, no, jo- Josh was great. Josh was a great partner and. Uh, you know, I'd say 90% of the marshals are great marshals, so we had fun, though. We had a lot of fun. I mean, that's, you know, one of the things about these tournaments, always want to win and do well, and, uh, you know, you, you want to succeed and you want to have a good day, but, you know, when we launched, I think one of the first things we said, if I'm not mistaken, like we, talked, we were talking in the morning, is there wasn't a lot of pressure. It was the TTBC. I was in. I was at the bottom of the pack. I only had 17 pounds the first day. We were going out. And we were going to have fun. And we were going to have a good time. And uh, that really set the stage for both of us. We laughed with the KBD thing. We laughed, and we had a good time. And we lost a few. We jumped a big one. But it was a fun day. And uh, and, and you know, and I and hopefully you know josh learned a little bit i hope i hope you did and uh absolutely and we had a fun time and that's what it's all about sounds good we did it was an awesome time and, you know he didn't ask him this big drama when he couldn't change his swivels because it rained so hard that almost became an issue <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was torrential torrential count for I, I want to touch on this before we uh let josh go touch it in the back I want to touch it in the back before we let this go. But uh, to everybody on IM hitting up the instant messaging, Josh didn't know he was going to be on Ike Live until 8 o'clock when he came on and he said, I was the guy who did the audio. So 
you know, the I am is very important. If you guys are out there and you're listening, don't don't think twice about tuning in, putting in your two cents on the I am, letting us know your questions, what you're thinking, how you're feeling, um, you know, whatever you got going on, let us know, and uh, we'll get you plugged in if we can. Um, and, and that's how Josh got plugged in. I just want to thank you for uh, chiming in on the I am, Josh. And to add to add to what you just said, J3. Listeners and viewers, you have to realize J3 has two jobs here. One is to monitor the IM board, pass on relevant information, and two is to give us his motivational speeches. That's it. That's all J3 is here for, man. So your stuff will get red, guys. The motivational moment. It's coming. I don't need. I appreciate y'all a lot. Yeah, thanks for coming on, Josh. Thanks a lot, man. That was awesome. Thank y'all. Good luck, man, and y'all, y'all rest. Good luck to y'all. Congratulations on the video. 100,000 views. How about that? Wow. That's more than your YouTube channel has, Pete. Yeah, you know. Combined. (laughs) (laughs) All videos for the last five years. (laughs) Not if if Bass did the right thing and put you as an on-the-water correspondent. (laughs) That's your calling right there, my friend. Slamming the coach. We might get another shot at it here uh, coming up at uh, the Upper Chesapeake. Well, I mean, who else Who else would be better there than you? There's no one. I sent Jerry a message on Facebook, by the way. I saw that. Did you? Yeah, is Jerry coming on? Uh, who knows? Jerry's great. He's he really is. He did a he, he came and spoke at the Bash University. Did he? Yeah, he sure did. Oh, shit. And know um, you know, he he really truly is all about trying to do the best for the sport and best for BASS and it, it's hard to please everybody. But uh, I hope he comes on. We still got Josh on the line. Do you want to say bye to him, Mike and give him official oh, bro yeah, hug Josh. goodbye? Yeah, yeah bro hug. <laughs> Josh, take take it easy, Josh. I'll talk to you soon. You too, man. Uh, Take care and good luck. There you have it. Well, that was fun. I love our new sound effects board, by the way. I got I got a I got a text message from from uh, Mike Centaur. He says, I tune in for five minutes just to hear Dave busting my balls. <laughs> well, Mike, that's what you get. You haven't even invited me out in your new boat yet, man. Don't worry about it. I only showed you how to grass fish. You're welcome. <laughs> Yo, I'd, I'd like to jump in and say that I've been monitoring our submissions tonight for Good. what KVD looked like when I caught that fish under his boat. Yes. And i got to say, this one... Probably should win. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> uh, that one should probably win, and that comes from if you're watching. That comes from uh, how do you? How would you say this first name? U K N O. Oop no. Yo. What is it? Yoko Yoko Bono. Oop no. Okay. Oop no. Ness Northern submitted this photo. And he's my vote to win the Fishity Award. Maybe maybe it's like urban play, like you know, you know, like you, and then that then knows all the part, K-N-O. You instead ain't of, know? Instead of ook no, probably like you know. How you spell? You know that? Yeah, yeah, this me. This one's pretty good, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's not someone that someone took out off the internet, dude. <laughs> part of the rules, it has to be their that. face, right? No, there ain't no rules. It has to no. be their face. Does it? Yeah. It has to be... It's a new rule. It has to be their face. I like this one also. I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. I like turtles. 
<laughs> I love this stuff. Oh, this is too much, man. Uh, so, you got any uh, IMs for Mike? John, Gerald, Jacob, Jingleheimer. This is this is one that we have. It's off topic, but uh, this guy said he camped. A, is, is he laughing and partying when I'm talking? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> he said he camped down from you at Havasu in the big white Super Duty. I'm sure there was 800 white Super Duties, so you probably don't remember that. I was there to marshal. How awesome is it to camp during the season first hotels? Which one is better? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I, I can tell you that uh, traveling like that, you know, being able to camp, being able to... Uh, you know, carry your own house with you to all these events is an amazing way to travel. Um, you know, you, you're sleeping in your own bed. You've got access to your stuff. It, your boat's usually parked right next to your trailer. And 90% of the time, the boat ramp is really close to uh, to, to where you're staying. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Uh, you know, using a fifth wheel and camping is great. The only negative is you've got another vehicle uh, to, to tow around and you've got to get it to those places outside of that it, it's an awesome way to travel it's a great way to travel who handles the gray water mike you or becky <laughs> uh, becky handles everything Ooh. gray water black water uh, electric um I, you know i know how to do it but she's 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 the deal no doubt she's the deal <laughs> sandwiches poop yeah yeah let's talk about that does she prepare you in the morning like do you know do you have hey 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 i'm like does she get your breakfast ready is she like is she on the ball or is she still sleeping in bed and she's like get out of the camper and shut up <laughs> nah she's she's Matt, she's the deal now beck beck's beck's the deal it's uh you know it's hard to imagine but it is it's actually a, a team what I would call a team effort out here. And, um, yeah, I mean, you know, there's breakfast and, you know, uh, you know, she makes my lunches for me and, and, you know, my snacks for the day. And yeah, she's a big part of, of helping with a lot of the process. I mean, to the, to the, to the point where she's despooling rods, um, you know, taking the line off of old rods, all that stuff. I mean, it's, it's it's uh it's it's pretty important to have somebody there like that uh helping that's it's pretty important. cool it's awesome mike did you hear about pete running into mcgraw out in the middle of nowhere <laughs> i heard that yeah all of a sudden pete came out of his his um his facility there and and john with his and leopard robe there. with his leopard robe <laughs> smoking his pipe. Yeah, did you, did you what bring else? What else are you going to do at the cottage? Did you bring the smoking jacket with you? <laughs> no, I didn't bring it that time. Yeah. How about you, how about Pete's knot? Was it in effect? We tied we we used Pete's knot quite a bit that week. By the way, I got a lot of requests to to actually have a, a Pete's knot demonstration on the show. So, we're we're going to do that. You have to you have to bring your knot in. Well, <laughs> my knot's always available. <laughs> oh, man, dude. <laughs> hey, I got a Somebody great make a meme. question. Yeah. We need that meme. Yeah. <laughs> great I am question. That's yucky. <laughs> that so is yucky. J3 is an I am question, Mike. 
No. Go ahead, Jamie. And this what is from Landon Tucker. Do you know Landon Tucker? Yes. Okay, yes. Landon Tucker. Uh, he wants to know when's the Ike Live show with the elite families going to be. As far as I know, I'm the only college angler whose dad is on the elite series. So everybody who doesn't know, Landon Tucker is the son of good friend of mine, J. Todd Tucker. Name drop. Yes. <laughs> Name drop. Yes, that's correct. <laughs> so what was the question? I get, I'm getting my balls busted Name over dropper. Here. Uh, he wants to know when is the Elite Family Ike Life show going to be? When are you going to do a show about the families that run around on tour, I guess? The Be- family, yeah. Becky had hinted on that last week. That's a great That's a great question. And we are going to do a show uh, with that theme. Uh, I, I believe it's going to be sometime in late summer or fall. And we're going to do a, a show based around um, you know, families. And uh, and we're, we'll have uh, love, love to have Oh, that's just great. Father and son. The Hibden's on. I'd love to have Guido and Dion on, and we'll try to get them on the show. And uh, also, we're going to get to have um, Drew and Riley bring them on the show to get their input because they've been here from from the beginning. And uh, you know, talk about the good and bad of being, uh, you know, living this lifestyle and and trying to be a normal family. A uh, lot of lot of really cool things that happen, and there's a lot of tough things. There's a lot of struggles and the travel and you know the time away from home so that should be a really good show so that's going to be uh end of the summer early fall you're going to see a like live show all about that can we also have a gopro segment where uh perhaps the anglers with attractive wives they're in their kitchen in yoga pants like baking cookies and the gopro's real low just filming them baking cookies but they don't talk (laughs) any chance that's a great concept i don't know man i'm trying or or in the field doing yoga yeah maybe yeah in a triangular formation yeah. How yeah. about that? Just knocks yeah. it all out in one shot. Yep. <laughs> I like that too. Yeah. I like that too. I think it's a good idea. Hey, we got uh, we got Xmark uh, people sent in their Xmark commercials. When do you want to do that? Give me yeah, a break. Let, 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 let's run that, Brian. Let me let's run a run couple that. of them. Me, uh, huh? Yeah, let me run a couple of them. Huh? Dude, it's hot as shit in here. My ass is sticking to J3. And, uh, Ew. We need to get up take a walk. But uh, I'll, I'll run, I'll run okay. them. Okay, so let's t- play him. Yeah. Well, you got to go away because you're on the thing, and go get yourself uh, a drink or something. But uh, Pete, take over and talk for once tonight. Oh. I thought we were taking a break. Yeah, getting I, those X Mark stuff going. Okay. I got you. I saw some real horrible comments here on the note page. <laughs> about what? <laughs> about about ish and. <laughs> well, what happened ish? I don't even. I don't, see. I, I don't know. Are we, are we going to do the hot topics? No. Do we have uh, speed round questions? I love those. What's yeah. that? Where's the, the speed questions? round questions? No, the rapid fire. We're going to give out a break this week. What? what? Well, the, the one pro guest we had on that wanted to tell friggin' knitting stories, for Christ's sakes. He didn't want to get in anything funny. What am I, a guy <laughs> like that. What's he going to reciprocate with? <laughs> I'm going to ask him uh, wiener jokes or something, and what am I going to get back? You know what I mean? All right, let me play this. <laughs> They just said need a hot topic. That's the best segment on IM. Hot topic.
Yeah, if oh, I had an Xmark uh, mower, man, I mean, I, you know, I'm a full-time dad, husband, uh, you know. job uh, musician side work you know, web design, so. I gotta mow my yard which is like an acre and mom's yard which is an acre and a quarter and then my dad's yard which is almost two acres Actually, yeah. It takes it takes two days to do. I mean, yeah, I could do them all in one day, but it would take me all day. I mean, all day, and it's usually because I don't have enough time during the week to do it. Oh man, if I had one of those mowers, dude, I could zip right through it, no problem. I mean, you know, I like doing stuff with my family on the weekends, whether it's hiking, going to the lake. We go on vacation, you know, we like to vacate. I would definitely take back my weekend with one of those mowers. And I would take it back like the boss. And we do a lot of stuff. We're, we're pretty active. We like to go. You know, my kids, they're in dance, basketball, cheerleading, whatever. You name it, they're in it. I mean, I have to cram everything in like in one day just about, you know, especially when it's time to mow. Because, you know, I take care of everybody else's yards. This way. It's time to mow the lawn with my favorite lawn mower. Oh man, it's broke. What if I had an Xmark lawn mower? Magic trick here. Here's an empty bucket. Look over the bucket. Presto change yo. Large mouth bass. Ha <laughs> ha. Well, I love doing yard work and I like fishing even more. And to get a chance to win one of your amazing lawnmowers. To help get my weekend back and a chance to fish with Mike Iconelli will truly be a dream come true. Alright, that's about all I got. And please help me get this out of my yard. And a new X Mark lawnmower. Saving my time. That's an awesome mustache. <laughs>
Dude, that mustache was awesome. <laughs> Needs an X mark on that mustache, dude. Mustache. <laughs> uh, they are the best. I gotta get an X mark. Yeah. Yeah. You got enough grass for it. I know. I need. I need more time on the weekend. You got. All right. Who? Uh, can can y'all hear me? Yeah. So how about those commercials? Pretty good, man. No, like, how are they? they awesome submissions. Good? Yeah, dude. Yeah, act like you saw them. Submissions were good. <laughs> well, there's a couple weeks left, man. People got to send uh, send them in. So far, mustache guys got my vote. Anyone that can confidently wear a mustache with like an inch gap between it, like in the center, dude. Oh that's, yeah, that's told, a confident man. Yeah, you told about the. Yeah, vote for Pedro. Yeah, vote for Pedro. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, yeah, it's like a yeah, like a reverse Pedro. Dude, the first one was outstanding. It was just the volume hey, was super low. Why is the McGraw picture crooked in the back? I hit it earlier. Jay Thrizzle hit it. Sorry. Look at Mike, man. Like, what you doing to my house? Get <laughs> your feet off my With couch. My All right, so, <laughs> can't imagine. All right, so I would like, I want to flip this. I want to flip the script here on you guys, and I want to hear some recaps of tournaments. Let's start with Dave Brodzik, aka Fatty, aka Wharf, aka Yes Captain. Uh, <laughs> tell me a little bit about the Candlewood tournament, Dave. I want to recap on the Candlewood event, All right. please. Yeah, sure. So, uh, about I don't know, maybe about four weeks ago, we fished Candlewood. For those who don't know, Candlewood is in Connecticut, and it was a some were spawning, but it was mostly all a pre-spawn tournament for largemouth and smallmouth. And there was a just it was a really it was just a, everyone was dialed in for the most part on a jerkbait bite. And I just never, I just never got into that. I just never got into the jerkbait bite, and everyone that did, you know, dial it up, did pretty well. And it was just, uh, it was mainly, uh, you know, a really slow retrieve and a slow pause. And I just wasn't there with it. I just didn't dial into that. I was just doing everything that I like to do, and not necessarily doing what I knew everyone else was doing, you know. And I didn't do too well, so I, I tanked. Did not. Did not pay attention to what was going on, even though what I knew what was it, happening. What? Pardon me? What weight won that tournament? Uh, 17. Smallmouth or largemouth? Nah, it's smallmouth. That was all smallmouth tournament, right? Yeah, all smallmouth. A couple largemouth here and there brought in, but that's just because they were where the smallmouth were by accident, not for any other reason. No one was, like, catching them. The way we usually do Dave, up there. Are you in for the flats? I am. The Federation on the flats? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Deadline's tomorrow. Tomorrow night's the deadline for that. I still uh, haven't. What's the date on that? Uh, the, the 14th. Of June? Yeah. Wow. No, no, I'm sorry. It's the 7th. It's June 7th. That's going to be a big, big catch tournament. Yeah. Candlewood's one of those kind of crazy places that keeps putting fish out, but I hear it's struggling a little bit this year. I heard the catch rates are down a little bit. There were... Four tournaments on that body of water the weekend we were there. It gets pounded. So, and we were there on a Sunday, and there were two the day before. There were like three the day we were out there. But I'm going to tell you something. You didn't run into as many people as you might think you would have. It fishes really large. Yeah, it, it's got a lot of nooks and crannies, a lot yeah. of shoreline. But it's it's got a lot of big fish. It's amazing all the pressure it sustains over the years, and it's just so fertile. It just keeps putting yeah. up big smallmouth, big largemouth. It, it, you know? it's, it is fertile, exactly. You know that that pause on that jerk bait though, man, that was key. It was key for us. It was massive. Yeah, it was, it was everything. And 
The biggest key oh, no, uh, was to have the three uh, treble hook jerk bait too, not the two, the three. They were all catching them on those the, big, uh, the bigger bait, the mega bass, yeah. Shadow wrap, shadow wrap, shadow wrap. Yeah, they were catching on the shadow wrap. <laughs> what were some of the questions, Jay? I just saw somebody uh, highlight uh, you for not Brian the Carpenter. Uh, well, you have a tournament recap for us too. You fish an event. I did in Delaware. I did on Lums Pond. Lums Pond. Would you like to give us a tournament recap on that one? Yes, I fished it with Robert Soley, who is uh, he's an absolute master when it comes to dissecting a body of water. I mean, he never been there before. He put one day into practice. And we went there, and he had us dialed exactly where to be. It wasn't a question of where we're going to be around them. We were around them. We were we were on the right fish. I mean, Bob's just he just has this innate ability to dial into what's going on to a body of water. He really does. You know, the, the problem with him was always he's not marketable, and uh, <laughs> and and his line always breaks, which it did that day. And um, and he snapped off one that was at least five and uh, brand new twenty pound big game. But I can't figure out why that broke. He snapped his line twice and one was a five. We saw that and it broke another good one. But um, we would have had to have seventeen to get the win and we ended up with around twelve pounds and we would have been close had we caught all our fish, which we didn't. You know we but they were they were in a, like a spawning pattern, muddy water, couldn't see them, but you knew they were doing their doing their deal so it was a flipping bite but it was a blast we had a good time man only second time i've been out this year too so that kind of blows but oh you work 80 hours a week yeah <laughs> yeah i'm freaking tired of it <laughs> but anyhow yeah that's uh we uh we might fish again homeboy here hit me up to fish one so we might do that yeah that's j3 th- on the 13th 13th of june june, june 13th what is it uh, it's the gambler only tournament. Ah, uh, yeah. What's up with that, dude? What I gotta go out and buy gambler baits? <laughs> yeah, but it's free. It's free entry. Gambler only? Yeah. What uh, do they make? I have like gambler finesse worms. That's about it. I did see some worms. They make some flipping baits. They got a bunch of flipping baits. Yeah. They got a frog. They they have a buzz frog, but not a. a oh, okay. They got frog. Gambler's a giant company down in Florida. Yeah, I got that. <clears throat> And they make a lot of great soft plastic stuff. They sponsoring you? Nope. Why talking trash? They got that BB Cricket. That BB Cricket was the predecessor to all the uh, creature baits, the punching baits right. before oh. the Beaver. Oh yeah. Really? Hey, yeah. Hey, we we had a good tournament where uh, outstanding coach led me to a seventh place finish a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah. Yeah. Take it away. So we. Uh, me and Pete worked together on the PA Federation. I had that tournament that just came up. Uh, took a seventh place finish. Fished the marinas in uh, the mouth of the Susquehanna. And I caught them on a specific bait that I got dialed into. I caught about 20 fish. And I was catching them with guys where I had probably 30 boats running in and out all day long. And I was still sacking their ass while really? they weren't catching nothing. Yeah. Talk after the show. That was that was an impre- that was an impressive finish. You know, uh, you know the weight. You know, could have used a little bit more weight, but you were ca- probably catching mostly post spawn fish. I was two and a half pounds out of the lead, so right. I mean, I was close. Yeah. Just, yeah. What was the weights? Uh, it was seventeen pounds won it, and I had fifteen flat. Right. Seventeen's light for the flats. 
Well, it, it is. You know, it just depends on... You know, when you get out there on a Saturday... Yeah. And you have 300 boats, and the grass isn't up yet real good, and the fish aren't spread out... I mean, it's like... It's tough, man. Everybody's fishing all over top of each other, and catching 20 bass in that kind of field, man, that was that was a job well done. Bry, 17 is light for, like, the Paycheck Series, which all the local studs come out for, but for the Federation events... That's right about where you need to be to win them, dude. Well, you know, you, you make a great point, Dave, because uh, we see the big giant weights of 20 to 25 pounds coming in, but they're all buddy tournaments, right? The guy in the back of the boat's got a five-pounder that beats yeah. the weight right up, but John was fishing individual. Well, that day there was... Oh, really? It was individual? Mm-hmm. Okay. There was the Marines Help Marines tournament, okay. and there were 70 boats in that. Wow. There was a USAA tournament, so there was like 30 or 40 boats in that. You know, there was the Federation tournament, not including the clubs that went out. I mean, there was legit a 200-plus boat. Yeah, I'm not fishing that Flats tournament. And uh, Screw that and screw all them people. The buddy (laughs) tournament with the Wounded Warriors, if I'm correct, I believe it was 18 and change that took the weight of that with two guys. You you know, the guys guys that live in... Grand Lake in Oklahoma right now are telling you to shut up and quit whining. We get 800 boats in our tournaments. Wow. We get 500. Really? Yeah. They get giant draws. John, what kind of turnout did the Wounded Warriors tournament have? I think it had 71 or 72 boats. Because it's I'm wearing their shirt tonight. And anyone who's never went on the Wounded Warriors site, it truly is. Uh, uh, they're doing God's work for for our veterans, and it really should be. Uh, if you if you are going to open up your pockets and donate, that that is a worthy cause to donate to. They uh, they, they they help reintegrate our veterans uh, at, at when they come back fighting these wars, and uh, they help get them jobs, and they they run amazing tournaments like that for them, and uh, it's it's truly a, uh, a an outstanding event. operation. It's a great event, and and if you have a chance to participate, do do so. It's uh. It's something that'll change it, you know, seeing these guys and helping them. Yeah. Or no host two more tournaments on top of the day that they go out there. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah. On, <laughs> Come on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Send the hell guys. off the water yeah. when the Marines are out there. That's right. And Jerk on off. that thought, <laughs> I agree. we just hired uh, another Hat. guy who uh, who is a, is a veteran. He's an Army vet. So we have two guys working for the company now that uh, are military guys. Was it through the Wounded Warriors Employment it's Project? Through, or? It's not through the Wounded Warriors Employment okay. Project, but we got two two vets working for us. You know, speaking of charters, there's another one that comes to mind. And this one, you actually can win like a $70,000 Ranger. It's uh, whatever their new, it's you know whatever their newest Type 1 is called. It's a 500-something. But for 20 bucks, there was a cop in Missouri that... With a few other officers, basically came across what might have been like a drug transaction, and the bad guy who is a bad guy for his whole life ran away, shot this cop in the head, and lose rods started this uh, this uh, charity drive for them, and Ranger Boats is in on it now, and for a twenty dollar donation, um, you uh, you have a chance to win this damn boat for twenty bucks. You can't even get two cheesesteaks and a soda for twenty dollars. You can't. Sure. You know, and uh, I saw I, I I saw it on Bass Fan. I didn't know about it, but I actually saw it on Bass Fan. And there's a link from, on Bass Fan to get into this. It's twenty dollars, and uh, uh, you have like only a couple more days before the drawings cut off. It's great. I'm gonna buy a ticket. Yeah. Buy a ticket, man. 
I haven't fished any tournaments, man. Loser. I'm not, I'm not fishing Lake till Champlain. July, for crying Lake out loud. Lake Champlain. Well, Lake Champlain was was awesome. I mean, that's where I was, and uh, I spent uh, the beginning of Memorial Day weekend up there. And everybody listening has probably heard about Lake Champlain. It is one of the greatest lakes in the history of the world. Shh. And uh, you know, it's it's amazing. It is talked about, written about. See all the, the, the great footage from the tournaments that are there. It's Saturday morning on Memorial Day weekend. And I launched my boat at about 7 o'clock, a little late getting started. I am the third boat at the launch ramp on a Saturday on the holiday weekend. There's just not a lot of fishing pressure up there. It's so big. It's so massive. And... Uh, there's just, uh, you know, there's not a lot of fishing pressure. As evidenced by the fact that we went out and we caught, uh, you know, 50 bass a day, smallmouth, largemouth. Um, the smallies were in the pre-spawn mode. They were chomping on yellow perch like they like to do up there. Mm. And uh, and I was catching them on the deep diving shadow wrap, the deep diving model. That was key along with the paws. Uh, you had to get the bait down a little deeper, and you had to hesitate. And uh, they were just stomping it. And uh, you know, it was just—it's it, such a cool feeling when you're doing that. When you jerk, jerk, pause, and you throw that slack in the line, and then that slack just disappears. What pound test, Pete? I was using 12-pound fluorocarbon, gamma fluorocarbon. I could have used lighter line to get them down deeper. But I didn't really need to get them down that deep. I was fishing shoals that topped out at six to ten feet of water. Did you? But, but did you, you need needed to, to get the bait close to the bottom? Did you need to employ Pete's knot? Uh, no, no. No, you didn't have to break no, that out. In that scenario, I didn't. Okay. I, didn't. I use I use Flora Direct oh. when I'm when I'm using that technique, and I, I want to get I want that line to help the bait get down a little deeper. Yeah, yeah Mike's but, actually sleeping while we're doing his own yeah, show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm broadcasting through Periscope. Periscope, Periscope baby. Right? But that, yes, this that's, is live. Have, that plane is amazing. Have any of you guys this ever... This is live. Ever this fished? is live on Periscope. <laughs> Hold on, now you talk. I'll shut them off. Go ahead. Have any of you guys <laughs> ever fished a 300, 400 boat field? I mean, that's got to be insane. Yeah, Holy that's a shit. That's a good question. Dude, I think we just I think we just traveled through time. <laughs> what is that? going on? I fished a couple 200 boat tournaments. I fished uh, uh, several of those. I've been like 180. Yeah. On Champlain. Yeah. Yeah. I've never fished more a tournament more than that. I can't imagine what it's like. I mean, it's, you know, where, wherever you go, there's a boat, you know. And, uh, you know, pattern fishing really doesn't come into play. I, I, I yeah. couldn't imagine in a tournament field like that. It's a different, different type of strategy. But it happens all over Texas, Missouri, Oklahoma. It's amazing how many boats they get. What are your thoughts, Pete, on, say, this uh, a concept where on a place like Champlain, 200-boat field, and you divide up where everyone launches from, separate launch points. Maybe a, a fleet launches out of Ticonderoga, a fleet launches out of, you know, uh, Willsport, a fleet launches out of, you know, I'm just saying, like, you break it down to, like, 50, 50 a spot. What do you think well, about that? Instead of everyone... Well, Launching out of same, everyone weighs in same place, but launching out of different ones. No. Yeah, you know, I, that's that's an interesting question, you know, and I, I don't know, I, I don't know, I don't think it's necessarily fair to the field to to do that in a professional level tournament. 
But um, but isn't a draw? I don't, basically I don't think it's too? fair. I don't think it's fair to, to to fish a lake like Champlain and have guys run seventy miles to Ticonderoga and alien abduct those fish and bring them seventy miles back on a boat ride. Well, I have such a problem with that. I think that shit's wrong. Wrong as hell. Huh? It hasn't hurt. It hasn't hurt the fishery down there. What do you mean it hasn't hurt? It's just as good in Ticonderoga as it was in the early nineties. I disagree. I don't. No, I, well, you, you know, could suck it. <laughs> <laughs> I I am for I am for. Uh, There's no way it limits. doesn't hurt. I am for like limiting the the field like I, like what you're talking about. Not necessarily because Champlain's not that big, but but for places like when we go to Lake Saint Clair, Champlain's not that big. Well, in comparison to Lake St. Clair, where you can go to Lake Huron, you can go to Lake Erie. You well, can, that's the different You can lake. travel hundreds and hundreds of miles. And uh, I would like to see the tournament's constraint, you know, or limits put on the tournaments where they can't go past, you know, they can't go out of St. Clair. They can't, you know, go into Erie. They can't go into Huron. I like that. When they go down to the uh, Sabine River, you know, you, you can't you can't go three hours each way. You know, it's it's kind of a weird playing field. You know, guys like Mike McClellan was fishing for fish that nobody else was, you know, even had the. They were fishing in a different type of event. It's it's kind of weird. I like it when the guys are on the same body of water, facing the same conditions, and having to adjust to those particular conditions. I I, I like that a lot better than guys that run three hours, you know, to fish for a fish that's never been fished for. I don't. I don't know. I don't think that's quite as a competitive field. Yeah. Meh. Yeah. I mean, it's a matter of opinion. I mean, I can't say his opinion is wrong. I mean, I like the current. I, I like think, the current format. I, I can say it's wrong. I, I think you should ask the same question to Nick Toodle. Tick is he Noodle. Right up there. <laughs> Look, he's right up there. Where's he at? Tick he's, he's on the breakdance in uh, collage. Yeah. Ask Nick Toodle what he would do. In that situation, the breakdancing collage stock, right on. Well, no, underneath Ike's face, yeah. the one over well, top. His, his face is too. everywhere, right over there. The breakdancing uh, uh, collage. Uh, I see sales and What's Nick? Yeah. Nick Toodle. <laughs> Nick Toodle. Dick Toodle. I remember one time he got so mad. At me. Remember he had that old muscle car? Oh my God. This guy had a really cool muscle car, oh, and I leaned in his window to talk to him one time, and I had a button-up jacket that had actual metal buttons on him. And I totally like put a scratch like on the top of his like sill, and this thing was immaculate. This was in show condition. I remember you made me feel like an asshole about it. That's all, he... <laughs> dude. This is '86. Yeah. Most of our listeners weren't even their parents weren't even born then. <laughs> Holy shit! I was 35. Wow. Were you? <laughs> Holy yes. <laughs> in that picture. That's got to be 86. That's got to be earlier than 86, Bri. <laughs> no, we were in high school in 86. 85. We graduated in 83. 82, 83. 82, 83. 82, 83. A lot it's, of them. It's vaults. It's middle school. Oh, my God. I won't tell you when I was born. <laughs> Half these people are dead. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of dead dudes. Pour some out. Mm. All right, there you Here go. You guys go 5, 12, 81. Yeah. Oh, shit. 81. Look at that. It's your Head of my body of Han. I got to be. J3 and his dad. <laughs> John Holland. John Holland. Dang. John Holland. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
God. Everyone's clicking off one mouse click at a time, dude. Yeah, what else? Yeah, you start reminiscing about Mary Volts. Oh, my God. Hey, why don't we start talking about some upcoming shows, man? You might be watching tonight, John Hopkins. Yes, some upcoming shows. Thank God this is the last Skype show. Right, Mike? Let's do that. Yep. Uh, last Skype show, finally. Uh, getting back in the studio. First show back, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Bri, help me out with date here. We're talking about uh, June. Uh, I'm going to say... Uh, 14 or I'm 15? Gonna say, uh, I'm going to say... Uh, that's right. I'm going to say June 15th. Next show, folks. June 15th. Um, it is going to be... The Fan Appreciation Show. Yes. It's going to be all about the fans of Ike Live. Nothing else. It's going to be nice to get back in the studio. We're going to settle back into our normal routine. And we're going to dedicate that show directly to the fans. Now, I'm not saying. Might be a special guest pop in, right? Well, I've got one thing lined up. Okay. Okay, there might be a couple special guests, but... Oh, you got shit lined up, too. <laughs> it's going to be all about the fans. Yes. All about the fans. We're so, going to answer all their horrible uh, questions. And fans, like, so give, oh. give the fans a little guidance. When, when, when you, If yeah. you do make it through, just don't ask Mike what to do in March on Toledo Bend. Like, provide something to the show. <laughs> provide us a funny story. Give us something that's going to make us laugh because it will make everyone else laugh and it'll make the call better. Yeah, don't be so selfish. Yeah, no one, no one wants to know. No one cares about what you want to know. They want to, they want to laugh. They want to live through your call. Yes. And uh, make it cool, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so. Um, yeah, this isn't a normal uh, fishing show. Nah. This is abnormal. Yes. We need abnormal questions and we just, abnormal people. Yeah, we just have one normal person, and that's Pete. He's a normal, well-rounded person, and he's here to be that. Pete, do you have poison ivy? What's going on over there? Yeah, look at that, man. Is that poison ivy? It sure is. Dude. Can you get that? Yeah, I get that Where'd shit. you get it from there? Where'd you get poison ivy That's from? disgusting. Yeah, I was out I was out working in the in the backyard, clearing off some brush. Lie. ready for spring. We all know that's a lie. Get Shelly on the phone. <laughs> I got hammered with it, man. This whole arm broke out. That's hideous. Better. Probably near that pine tree, right? That neighbor with that giant pine right there, no? <laughs> neighbor with the giant pine. I got to get rid of that pine tree, man. Yeah. Can you come over and help me intimidate my neighbor? Nah, dude. Nah, I got, dude. I got my own 500-foot-tall oak tree in my own yard. I got to worry about, dude. It's ready to go over. <laughs> hey, hey, we have a caller. Caller. Oh, caller. We advertised this number for like eight shows. I know, I know. We just got a call. Somehow hung on. Hey, Brian. <laughs> and he just unplugged well, the phone. We're waiting for the call back. Talk about the guy you dug up for next for next uh, week. Yeah, so, so the one guest that we do have lined up, or that I have lined up, I don't know who Mike has lined up, uh, is school teacher. I believe he's from Texas. He's, a, I, I think, a, a high school math teacher, and he a, he's actually using fishing to help teach his math class. He calls it uh, fishing for algebra, and he's using um, like slope and, and and line retrieval and and, and that's really about all I know about it, um, to help teach his class. And then at the end of the semester, matter of fact, he even said to me today, he uses the never give up line in, in class, which I thought was awesome. That's cool. Yeah. But at the end of the semester, they have a tournament, and they do a class trip and go out and fish. And uh, so we're going to get him on the show. That's awesome. And um, 
and hopefully get him via Skype so he can do a demonstration, kind of show some things. Pete will show him his knot. He'll show us his uh, flow charts, and it'll be great. That's going to be awesome, dude. God damn it. And they hung up. <laughs> I was just about to answer it. Smart stuff. Yeah, yeah. What, a neat, what a neat concept. There's there's a lot of mathematics in fishing, you know. Most of it's about 10,000 casts without a bite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, subtraction. <laughs> about it. So, Mike, what do you yeah. have in mind, man? What do I have in mind? Yeah, what do you have in mind for your surprise uh, next show? Um, what was I don't know. I can tell you the next show is two days before my birthday. Where are we Oof. going? We got some audio. We're back? You're super loud, Bri. I hear I hear. I, I can hear you guys. Disturbance. Huh? I would cut that, whatever it is. How's that? Yeah, whatever that was was yeah. bad. Yeah, this was bad. What'd somebody do? Call in while they were uh, skydiving? <laughs> Caller, you're on the line. Caller, you're on Hello. like live. Hi, this is KVD's power pole calling. I want to speak to the man who was wrapped around me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is me. Go ahead. Hello. Listen, I don't like it very much when you're riding your line against me. It's not very nice. I would prefer it if you would put the pole a lot closer and tried to unwrap yourself from me. It wasn't very, very nice of you. I know you had a big, big fish there and that you had to get it in, but but next time I want you to just maybe power me down and stroke me correctly. That would be very nice of you. I'd appreciate that very, very much. No, no problem. Absolutely, KBD. I, uh... I'll do that next time. I'll, I'll power pull down. I'll stroke you. You got it. <laughs> Might be my pleasure. Okay, you, 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 you'll be good now. I, I don't even like that guy. He's always pushing my buttons. He's crazy. You'll be well. Okay. You take it easy. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Kevin. Bye now. <laughs> That's Kevin's power pull. That was Saul, wow. Ro- Saul Rosenberg. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's power pull, man. That, yeah, got his feelings hurt. Yeah. It was good to hear from him, though. Yeah. So let's say uh, I'd like to uh, like to touch up on a couple other things too. Real quick, uh, want to give a special shout out to one of our uh, amazing friends. Uh, one of the reasons Ike Live exists. Special shout out to Mark Jeffries. Uh, want mm. you to check out his web show, Best Talk Live, and special shout out to Mark's son, AJ. Had a crazy accident happen. Uh, really, really crazy thing. Um, he's recovering. He's doing better. Uh, hope, hope you recover quick. Special shout out to him. Also, want to give a shout out to another friend of the show, professional athlete Brian Bickle, aka Bix of the Chicago Blackhawks. Man, game seven. Is that right, Brian? Yeah, game seven, uh, Saturday, I game believe. Seven? Saturday, eight o'clock. Yep. Wow. Game seven coming up on Saturday. Congratulations. Good job. Conference since finals. The Flyers, yeah, since the Flyers aren't in, in the chase here, good luck to you, man. I hope you win it. I hope you I hope you guys take it again. Um, what else we got, Brian? We got anything else to recap before we... Uh, yeah, let me show... Uh, we got a couple people want to call in. Maybe we take them. I'm going to show uh, AJ's pictures. So here's, here's the glass door that he put his arm through. Brian. 
And there's him in the stretcher. Oh, Can you make yeah. yours the big one, Bri? Yeah, I screwed up. There it is. There's homeboy's arm. And who's that? That's Mark Jeffrey's son, dude. <laughs> ah. Who's that? Who's oh, that? Wow. Pink yoga dude, he pants. put his arm through the door playing basketball. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, he almost bled out. Yeah. He lost six units of blood, mm. almost 200 stitches. Wish you well, buddy. Terrible. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Wow. Did they live yeah, far from a, the hospital or something? Hey, Beck, what's up? Are yeah. we talking about Jeffrey's son? Yeah. AJ. That's horrible. Our yeah, that was rough. Lucky. Got lucky. He made we got it. got really lucky. But to, I mean, to lose that much blood, did they live real far from a hospital? Uh, dude, he cut he cut the artery. He cut the tendon. I mean, did you see that? I, I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Thank God, man. What else? Anything? Uh, want to? Uh, I I know I already mentioned this, but let me remind you. Uh, um, if you want to listen again to this show or any of the shows, uh, we've been doing this for over. How many shows are we, Brian Carpenter? I want to say this is twenty-two. Twenty-two. This show or the 22, you can do them anytime for free. Not charging anything like You can download anytime for free at uh, mikeigenelli.com. You could also go to iTunes. You could also go to Stitcher and get them for free. And just to let you YouTube heads know, we are going to be now placing Ike Live clips. On YouTube. So, Dave Brodick, you're going to be YouTube famous very soon. Yeah, I, I, I'm just I'm just lucky that you guys like me. That's about all. <laughs> that's about all. That's about all likes me. So, I don't think that's going to happen. I think this is the first show from our bed, though. Uh, yes, we're actually. This is we. Uh, I didn't want to mention that, but I we're in. Yeah, we're in our bed right now. <laughs> we're in our camper bed. It's just sort of like a bed. We're classy. <laughs> yes. This is where magic happens. Mm. Do, do, There's a leather headboard. They're not commenting. <laughs> nothing happening. Yeah, I was just waiting for something to happen, man. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> so, Becky, I don't know if you heard, but we uh, when we do the Families on Tour, uh, Ike Live... Uh, Brian came up with the idea of perhaps the attractive wives doing yoga together out in the field would, would probably be a good segment. I like it. We can do that. I had Debbie Morgan Taylor doing headstands today. We talked about that. Yeah. Chad talked about it. Yeah. It's good. Is, is that scary that that's how I decompress? I do headstands? <laughs> no, not and at now all. Now I have everyone else doing them? Does that's it work? We have to pick a winner. Yeah, because you really have to focus, so it totally takes your mind away from like the craziness that's happening for a few seconds. Mike, we have a caller. He's got a question. Okay. Caller, where you call from? Caller, where you call from? Caller, where you call from? Go ahead, caller. Hello. Hello. Hey, there you are. What's your question? 
um, I was going to ask Mike about what he thinks a possible winning pattern would be. He was supposed to bring a story before he got to ask his question. What did we just cover? We just said, guys, don't I ask. talked to him beforehand. I said, give me a story. <laughs> then you get to ask your question. Yeah. He's out. Jesus. What the wing party? What did you say? I didn't hear the question. It didn't matter. We cut him off, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> it was going to be another Toledo Bend in March question, dude. Yeah. You got to bring a damn story. Yeah. Hung up on him. I'm sorry, dude. I coached him up. I said, come on. He, he had a story, and then he panicked. He said, what's a wing pattern? A winning pattern on Kentucky Lake. A winning pattern. If you're not in the Kentucky Lake area, you could give a shit about that damn story. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and even if you were, like, you still don't, I don't know, man. Callers, please, man. Tell us. Well, we, are, we did discuss the winning pattern on Kentucky Lake at length. Yes, we did. Earlier in the show. Yes, we did. Hey, Mike, I don't know if you know it or not, but our fantasy fishing is uh, pretty much over with. Uh, did you hear about that yet? I didn't hear about that, but I heard you bit the bullet. Yeah. Last, uh, yeah, I screwed up. I didn't take our picks for Havasu, and I probably lost half of the <laughs> half of the pick sheets that I jot down uh I know two shows ago I threw threw them out with our notes that were on your table when we were cleaning up for Becky and Dude. so I failed miserably, guys. I'm sorry. That thing you left coffee pot on. I don't drink the coffee here, so you got to talk to uh, the guys that do that. I, All right. I, so be Pete. one last thing. What, I, one I last thing I, I want to clear up uh, our of our fishy uh, KBD look is. None other than. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's you know. That is our winner. So, um, you know, Ness Northern, if you're watching, uh, please DM us on the Ike Live social media site. Is it Ukno? Ukno. Ukno. U-K-N-O. Ukno. His best opportunity is to hook me up, hit me up on Twitter. Brian the Carpenter. On Twitter. Yes. Okay. You go hit Brian the Carpenter up on Twitter. We'll get your information. We'll send you out your fishy gift pack. And great look, because that's exactly what Kevin looked like <laughs> when I caught a five-pounder under his boat. Exactly. <laughs> he makes good faces. He makes great faces. He's yeah. got a great sight, by the way. We're just scrolling through some of his fish catches. He could, he's got look at look at look at some of the fish he's catching. Good Ooh. picture. I mean, look at that, Pete. You haven't caught one like that big in your entire life. He actually got up and left. Now, yeah, that's right, Mike. I haven't, but you know what I have done? I've done great guide work everywhere. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> I teach J <J3>. three. <laughs> Come on, little buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what's his? Uh, he's on Instagram. What's his uh, deal on Instagram? Spell it out for me, bro. Uh, he's actually on Facebook, right? Oh. Uh, it is. Um, uh, it is. It is. Ukno, U K N O, Ness, N E S, no name Ness, last name Northern. Mike, you realize how old we are. That there's some kind of code r- hidden in that damn name. That's not his damn name, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's like you know Ness Northern, you know us Northern. I don't know, man. There's something more than that. We're old. 
I don't know. I just I just like this guy's the deal. I just love this guy. He wins. He like does win. Like, you know this Northern, you know He absolutely wins, hands down. All right, we yeah. got a caller on the line, last caller of the night. Mike, take it away. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, Mario from uh, San Jose, California. What's up, dude? Not much. It's just uh, wanted to thank you guys for putting on the show, man. I hope we keep the bass mind strong. When I'm crawling uh, around like a little dirt ball at work, we're selling floors, you know. I just, I just recently actually started listening to the show, and uh, I think I knocked out every single episode in probably about a week. Oh, wow! So, thank you. Thank you guys for that. But um, it kind of blows me away, like how many people are, you know, in like are inspiring professional bass anglers, and you know, kind of. It um it motivates me and it kind of just you know puts things kind of I don't know it makes it seem like it's almost impossible at sometimes to achieve your goals of becoming a professional. But anyway, you were thanks for the call, man. That's awesome. I appreciate that. Thanks for the call. That's possible. You can do it. J three, chime in. Never give up. <laughs> yep, never give up. Hey, we got... Here it comes. We no, got... Motivational moment. Hey, motivational moment, here so here Mike. you go. The struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. So, somebody's always got to be playing around. We get serious for 30 seconds the whole night, and somebody's got to jack you. Do it one more time. The struggle you're in today is developing the strength you need for tomorrow. And me and Pete just talked about this, and... You know, you gotta you gotta experience that struggle. <laughs> yeah, I understand it's a struggle, but you know, you got all these guys that are getting into uh, new college, and then you got a blue collar worker like myself. You know, raising two kids. You know, I work hard to you know pay for my my truck, my boat, and it kind of seems like these guys are just walking into everything almost. In some cases, you're right. In some cases, there's a large contingency of trust fund anglers, but there are guys that made it themselves, you know, and you're on the show of one who did, and the co-host of this show is another one who has. It can be done, man, but you're going to have to work your ass off for it. Yeah, I know that for sure. But, uh, you know, I just want to change the topic, too. Mike, I got some some ideas for names for bait. Yeah, you interested? Yes. All right, check it out. So here's uh, the new worm color, Mike's Morning Wood. <laughs> I like it. All right, all right. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are good gamers, but you know, I was thinking like for a, a crawdad color, it'd be Crawl of Duty. Crawl nice. Of That's Duty. my game, dude. Ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> and here, here's another crawdad bait color. It'd be a uh, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> that tail awesome. on my crawdad would have to be massive. Wow, outstanding. Here, that, that, color, that color's got a really big ass, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Is that like good. black and brown? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. With, Giant with black pincers. <laughs> brown eyes. 
Kim, what's Kim Kardashian? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best thing ever, dude. Uh, uh, you're awesome, dude. Thanks for the call, man. Hey, man. That's a great call. Keep up the good work. Good luck, man. Thanks, good luck dude. in your endeavors. Wish you the best. Hey, I appreciate it. Thanks. Calling again. Wow, that was a good, that was a good call. That was a great color. We, it was a good color. What uh, what about Bruce Jenner? Bruce. Yeah. Bruce Jenner. Yeah. Bruce. Bruce Jenner. Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Yeah, like the black and blue one. Bruce, Bruce Jenner. Yep. Pete. Uh, Pete, are you are you back in the room? I'm back in the room, man. Didn't you draw Bruce Jenner on Lake Martin? <laughs> no, I didn't draw him on Hold Lake on, Martin. Hold on, wait. Let me zoom in yes, on you. Yes, you did. What? Yeah, what are you the chick. About? Look, watch the what? Guy. Yeah, the chick, the lady, the dude with the 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 the, the, the chick. With oh. The, chick. the trans. Fan. The transgender. You had a tranny? No, I never did. Ah. What do you mean? Yes. Pre-op or post-op? Both. Future op. I I never investigated the matter. <laughs> you drew Bruce Jenner. Come on. No. I never. No, I didn't draw. I just became aware. See the way. So you guys, Mike, you're approaching Pete incorrectly with this. The way to approach this was Pete. How did that angler fish? What 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 was what was the technique that it. She, like, it, she used, or he used. She. What were some of the things? So you guys got to work Pete into the story. Sometimes right. power, sometimes finesse. Ooh. Which you like better? <laughs> yes. Good good grip. Uh, Boca grip? Yeah. Well, it's funny, though. We did have that. We did have that in, our, in the fishing world. We had the transgender a long time ago. Do you have a Do you have a PP story from the day with him? Her? Her. No, dude, I never, I never drew, I never drew the dude or the girl out. I never drew him. Yeah, Lake Martin. No. Yes. I did. Yes. Maybe I'm. Maybe maybe something happened and I'm blocking it out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what the hell I'm thinking. Yeah. Maybe some rookies were involved. <laughs> hey. Who's good with stats? Somebody's got to go back to the Lake Martin Invitational that Pete Lusick won, Lake Martin, Alabama. Somebody's got to go back and research this. Marsha Fan, yeah. a.k.a. Mark Fan, a.k.a. Bruce Jenner, <laughs> drew out with Pete in that tournament. And Pete now has no recollection of it like an alien abduction, man. <laughs> Something's fishy. Yeah, he got roofied. <laughs> no wonder he won. Yeah. I just don't remember. <laughs> All of a sudden started walking like John Wayne afterward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was wondering. I was wondering why in that tournament you asked for an extra bottle of real crawl. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Good yeah, yeah, I know. This guy's gonna. Yeah. What do you Pretty do? oily. Yeah, that is slippery. Oily. No. I don't remember. No, no. you're you're mis I... you're misremembering the scenario, or I am. I don't oh, know. Definitely not. <laughs> we need research here. No, you know I drew out Dave Barnes. In that tournament, I didn't draw Did out you? anybody that you're. I, of course, I can't remember the other two partners. Because <laughs> it was Marsha Fan. That's maybe, why. Maybe it was. Maybe it was. Uh, somebody call. Can you get Bob Cobb? Get Bob Cobb online. He'll remember. 
<laughs> I'm Bob God. <laughs> and and Pete don't know what. <laughs> Watch Lake Live. Lake Live. Uh. Callers, yeah, bring it like that last guy, man. When when, when you call in. That was fun. That was good, man. Kim Kardashian. The California guys bring the best calls, man. Well, that's because they're still awake. And so are our people. Everybody's sleeping here on the East Coast. It's not coincidental that all, all, like most of our really good fan calls come from California. I know I rip on them a lot, but our best calls come from there. Yeah. That's because they're all high. Yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. even say that, man. I, I just, I, I don't know what it is. I think it's early. I would like Ike Live to start at like five. That Lake Live. Do you want to take us call? Let's do a morning show. Yeah. Take a call, Mike. Becky. Becky, go ahead. She's froze. We got a couple of Walt Disney's. Hello. Go ahead, take it, buddy. Hello. Hey, caller. How you Where doing? Where are you from? How you doing? This, I'm a fisherman at uh, California. Okay. So what do you got, buddy? Go ahead. Well, I want to name a fishing boat for y'all. What do you got? Adamant Angler. Adamant Angler? Yeah. Is that a fishing lure? No, you should call. You should name one of your fishing laws Adamant Angler. Adam and Angler? <laughs> Adamant. Adamant Angler. That's good. And that's what we should no, name. No, not and. Adamant Angler. That's, that's his name for a fishing lure. It, you know, it's going to be tough to ta- top uh, Kim Kardashian. That was, a, that was a lure name for the last caller. But that was good. It's a good effort. You got any more? Yeah, but Kim, that that was saying that one. That's just a that sounds like a joke, like a joke lore. If you want like a a lore that's going to sell, sell to people, you know, it's, it's marketing, not not playing with people. You know, with fishermen, we talking about marketing wise. So what kind of a lore are you? Yeah, what kind of a lure are you picturing that's called <laughs> Adamant Angler that's going to dazzle me into buying it? What kind of a lure are you picturing? Well, you can you could make it into a swim bait or something like that, or. But the noun's not even correctly used. Like adamant angler, like that could be your brand of a company, but not a specific bait, dude. You can't come rip Kim Kardashian. It was hilarious, and and use adamant angler as your rebuttal, dude. That's weak. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think it's a good day. But, okay, but put like this: Have you ever heard of Worm King? Who? Burger King? Yeah. No, Worm King. Oh, Worm King. <laughs> Worm King. On, you know, he, you know, he knows Burger King. <laughs> no, I was just thinking about it. Yeah, he's heading there next. No, this, yeah, this, this Worm King. <laughs> this is called Hammer. Big Hammer. This is a company that's called Big Hammer. That's in California. Uh huh. Dick Hammer. Big Hammer. Oh. Big Hammer. Big Hammer. Swim bait. Oh. It's a swim bait. It's called Big Hammer swim bait. Yeah. Okay. Before my Big Hammer swim bait came out, it was a it was a company called. Okay. It was called Worm King. Oh, come on! <laughs> so we had. We just introduced a lot of different swim baits to a lot of uh, to, to bait tackles and and stuff like that. East Coast and West Coast. 
Right. We appreciate the call. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you got jokes there. I see. <laughs> you better hurry up and patent that adamant angler thing, because I'm sure everyone's going to jump on that, dude. <laughs> Oh, you got jokes now. <laughs> Even Pete's busting. Yeah. You're bad, dude, when Pete starts ripping on you, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, 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 Mike, you always been my idol. I'll tell you the truth, man. you always been my idol. Who, Pete? <laughs> you don't sound like you're from California no. originally, though. Where are you from originally? Well, I'm from New York. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> well, I'm from the Hudson City now. So that's it, right? All right, man. Thank you're, you for the call. Yeah. <laughs> Later, dude. Appreciate it, buddy. Where, hey, where's Fat Cat been? Did he get the boot? Nah, truck driving, man. Busy man. Yeah, no, he's got a girl. What? Yeah. He's knee deep. I love his high kick. Yeah, he's all he's all hemmed up, dude. How about it? Yeah, he don't even post on Facebook. Oh God. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Why? Why would you do that, fat cat? Why? He did it. Don't you hear us trying to live vicariously through these boring <laughs> fucking anglers that have no funny stories to tell? <laughs> and you go, man. <laughs> Why do we all fall down that same trap and run? <laughs> we do. We're told not to. With that last guy, somebody I am in, hang up and throw your phone in the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of those calls where you're waiting for the punchline the whole time. It never comes. Yes, sir. Give me that Pennant East card behind you. Pennant East? Dollar drafts tonight. Oh, my God. Look at that. Dave, look at that. That's a piece of history. Dave, look at that. Dave? I know. Wow. Pennant. Shout out. I've been to the Pennant. Shout out to Pennant East. Rest in peace, Pennant East. Rest in peace. (laughs) How about it? Man. I wonder what my life would have been without that place, though. <laughs> like, I probably would have been really successful and awesome. <laughs> nah, dude. <laughs> would have been like that. <laughs> <What's> that? <laughs> oh, Let me man. see it. Let me see it, Brian. I know what it is. You fucking... What a pistol die, you guys. Oh, all right, let's play the name game real quick. You ready? (laughs) We're going to go around, and we're going to name bands from the Pennant East. I'm going to start. Go. Steamroller Picnic. Mr. Green Jeans. Don't call me Francis. Secret Service. Ooh. What what was that one? Secret Service. Back to you, Mike. Ooh. Who said Secret Service? Uh, Pete Tight. Pete Tight. Um... Hello, Fran. Oh, somebody said that. Uh, Hello, Francis. Uh, T.W.O. <laughs> Caller, to you. Hello. Yes. What name, to What's you? What's your name? Where you call from? Uh, Travis. Hi, Travis. From Kentucky. Hi, Travis. What's your question? Um, I ain't got a question. I got a funny story. Yes. Go ahead, Travis. Go um, Travis. What do you got? You're yeah, what is uh, you there? Go, dude. You're live. Okay. I'm with this out fishing a ledge, 
and uh, we were deep cranking, and the wave the waves got up, and uh, some pleasure boaters are out on the lake, like always, and uh, an idiot on a jet ski, like they can be sometimes, decided he was going to do donuts around us while we're fishing the ledge, and um, he got done doing donuts. We yelled at him and. <laughs> He drove about 50 yards from the boat and speared a wave and it threw him off. <laughs> I mean, karma can sometimes be a butt, but I thought it was kind of funny. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was my uh, funny story. Dude, Brian, you got one similar. From uh, Maurice River. The Maurice River, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, dude, it was um, uh, it was like around July 4th, and because we're down there launching fireworks off, uh, and come back to the boat ramp we'd been out drinking and, and uh, we we're wakeboarding wakeboarding all day yeah and these uh spanish fellows were on jet skis buzzing around the boat ramp like it's the no wake zone and they're wah, 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 wah. i lost my there he is and uh dude just throttles down and there's this outfall pipe that comes out into the river with a dock over top of it and a big billboard like a two like a four by eight sheet of plywood that says like pipe on it <laughs> and dude just tries to gun it on his jet ski underneath of that and catches it okay, like, right in the knuckles and chest like full <laughs> wide open throttle dude cleans himself off the jet ski we're standing on the dock like just watch him whack. yeah like did that just happen and then he's trying to get back on his jet ski and he's falling off he like climbs back on it and he's like because he was he was whacked <laughs> And it was perfect, dude. It was it was karma. Oh, you were thinking of the other karma story. No? Which one? Florida and, and the toll gate? No, that, that, no, I figured the jet ski one. Yeah. And I missed the whole damn thing, dude. I came back. I got the boat, and then Brian, all them guys are red-faced, and their eyes were red from crying. I'm like, what happened? He's like, dude, I, this this Puerto Rican was doing donuts. He he shot off, lost control, and got wiped out by the pipe. And like you saw the aftermath of it. And I was like, shit! <laughs> me, me and my buddy Kenny were out fishing on the flats one day. Kenny? Yeah. You know Kenny? Do you know Kenny? I know Kenny. So we're out there fishing, and we're in like 12 inches of water, which Mike, you know, gets low tide. There's no water left there. So this guy's coming in a pontoon boat, and we're just out in front of Furnace Bay where there's that big, giant flat where all the party boaters get on. Well, on low tide, there's 10 inches of water there. So we're barely making it across this flat. And this guy's like wide open throttle, 30 mile an hour in a pontoon boat, and he's getting closer and closer, and he thinks that we're in plenty of water. And I'm like, is this guy really going to come up all the way up on us? So he comes in front of us, and he beaches his boat. Full-on beach. The whole boat stops. He's got three kids on it. They're plastered on the front of the boat. The dog fell out of the boat. I mean, it, like, it's the dog just, fell out. <laughs> it did. He Never did. mind the children. <laughs> so the best part of the whole deal is the guy walks up to the front of the boat. Me and Kenny were laughing so hard that it, it didn't even matter that he totally cut us off fishing. He walks up to the front of the boat, chucks his anchor out like he was anchoring himself, like, I got it. I'm here. I'm like, brother, you're not moving for two or three hours. You ain't going to have to worry about that anchor. That's good. Uh, he might have been panning for gold out there. Yeah. Yeah, right? It's a huge archaeological site, like that, that whole that whole uh, northern part of, um, of the bowl. They, they determine... When like tsunamis have hit 
our continent by that big cliff. And they're always out there. The colleges went, you know, uh, dusting and looking for dinosaur uh, fossils and shit. Nah, you didn't know that shit? What the hell are you talking about? The Chesapeake about, Bay. He's talking about the flats. I'm talking about the big cliffs. Why are you yeah, screaming? Now I'm going to turn the volumes down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, let me work right. over Calvert here. Calvert Cliffs. It's Calvert Dave, Cliffs. You're spiking Dave, the volumes. I, I think that muscle, that freshwater clam that you ate. Out of, out of the sassafras all those years ago has really fucked with your mind. <laughs> sure, it wasn't the clam, but maybe these 120 watt light bulbs have something to do with it. I'm sorry for that story. Sorry to talk about, not talk about ass jokes. Trying to bring some intelligent shit to the show. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dave, you should know better. Yeah. Dave, it's Calvert Cliffs. Oh, yeah, we got another call. People are going to keep calling, guys. You want to end this? You guys look like you're about ready yeah, for you bed. Guys are white. Dude, I, I got I to gotta be on the flats tomorrow at 3.30 a.m. Wow. You're in trouble. <laughs> let's uh, let's do one more call. Is there a caller on there? Hold on. Turn Yeah. You're on. Call yo, 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 yo. What's going on, yo, everybody? Yo, hey. That's how you introduce yourself. Go ahead. All righty. Well, I've been trying to listen to the show all fucking night. And uh, coming back fishing, uh, fishing up on Lake Woodruff, uh, and come up on a guy down sunken boat, swimming to the boat ramp. <laughs> how far? <laughs> how far, dude? We were out at Tedder's uh, fish camp, I'd say at least 200 yards from the boat ramp. <laughs> and the same guy we saw earlier telling him, man, don't be going to Lake Woodruff with that boat. He was from South Carolina, just in down to fish. Wow. Yep. So we get him, bail him out, drop him off, get the boat loaded up, get home, dog back and forth. Finally, get him the opportunity to watch the show. And I miss what happened with KVD and the uh, the fish and all that. But that's all right. I'll re-listen to the show later. Don't need to repeat it. But I got a question. Uh, here we go. One second. Make sure it was a good one so I had to write it down. <laughs> All right, you walk into Geno's and you see Tom Brady, Bob Saget, and BJ Penn. You gotta fight one, fish with one, and take one's pants. What do you do? Wait, wait, say that one more time. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> you walk into Geno's. Steaks. And you see Tom Brady, Bob Saget, Bob Saget. and BJ Penn. You gotta fight one, you gotta fish with one, and you gotta take one of the one the other one's pants. What do you do? Well, I'm fighting oh. Bob Saget. Mm-hmm. I'm fishing with BJ Penn and Tom Brady's pants. All right, I they're, won. They're probably six thousand dollar pants. Yeah. How you How you gonna get his pants? I, well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, yeah. you can't go in depth on those hypothetical <laughs> three way questions. <laughs> you just answer them, dude. You just answer. There and I got no the right way, answer. There ain't so. no way you're getting his pants. <laughs> You would, with that robe and those dazzling <laughs> eyes, man. Well, that's strategy. Yeah. <laughs> I just want the cheesesteak. Yeah, dude, I can just want the cheesesteak. Wit. Geno's. Geno's yeah, doesn't just, do wit. Just so you know, you don't walk into Geno's. <laughs> it's, a, it's like a walk-up drive through type deal. Like, you walk up on your feet. There's nowhere to sit in there. Everyone sits outside, dude. Just give you a little... That's a, little, that, that's a little history. When I was in Philly in uh, August, the guy on the bus said, don't go to Gino's. They're all dickheads. And we went to the place. Uh, Pat's. Pat. Where was it? It was next to the Liberty uh, Center. Uh, 
right where the Liberty Bell is down the road. Uh, there, yeah, there's no... No, it ain't no Luke's. Luke's is Luke's. Yeah, but the is, whole Luke's point is, is that they're supposed to be rude to you. Yeah, that's... That's, that's part of why you go. That's the charm. Yeah. And you only go there when you're completely drunk, because sober, that tastes like goddamn dog food and cheese, man. <laughs> you only go yeah. there when you're hammered, and then it's delicious, and you have two of them. <laughs> yes, you do. You know? Yeah, I flew up there for a uh, Braves game and a Phillies game for a few days, and didn't get to do as much as I'd like. Cool city, though. Yeah. Cool, man. Cool, man. Thanks for the call, dude. dude. Thanks for cool. calling. Thanks for the call, man. Good question. Outstanding. Hey, one more, one more, one more. Go ahead. You're sure. I got uh, a couple rods and reels uh, packed up, ready to send off to the Ike Foundation. Where can I find the numbers to send it to or the information? Oh, Beck, go. Oh, it's on the website. Well, tell him. On the website? It, you go, it's on the website. You can go to uh, com slash Ike Foundation, and there's an address right there. We would gladly take the stuff. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah no problem. Get, get over here. Get over here. <laughs> dog, man, I'm fucking chasing this dog the entire time I'm talking on the phone. All right, dude. Call back again, man. Thank you. Yeah, man. Wow. I got to tell you something. Can I, can I tell you something real quick? Yes, say it. This has been the funnest part of the show. Why did we wait till quarter 11 to do this? I don't know, but the phone's blowing up. This is amazing. Uh, so let let's do this. Let's let's because of Pete's sake. Pete's got to be on the plaza at three thirty. For Pete's I'm sake. Gonna be up, <laughs> for Pete's sake. I'm going to be up early. Let's like end it. the show. But let me remind everybody that the next show, June fifteenth, is the fan appreciation show. Brian, aka the Carpenter, aka Spock, aka Press One Spock, aka Ding Dong. Correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> but the whole show is going to be this. It's all. It's going to be all this nonsense. No yeah. pros, Mike. No pro surprises, please. No pros. No. No. None of that stuff. It's going to be us hanging out, scrubs, talking about uh, scratching Nick Toodle's car and taking calls. Taking calls. Okay. I expect someone. Hopefully, J3 take this responsibility. We got to research and make sure that Pete actually did fish with Bruce Jenner in that event. That'll be a topic. In the can next I show. can I call in for that show? I'll be I'll be fishing the Federation Championship. Yes. <laughs> yes, you can call in. Whoa. That don't do drugs, kids at home. Uh, <laughs> let me remind everybody. If you want to, uh, if you want to see any of the 22 shows, uh, please go to mygaikinelli.com. Go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. You can look at it for free. Uh, give us a review, please. Give us a review. Yeah, check check out our YouTube channel and go to our social media sites, the Ike Live social media sites on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Like it, share it, and harass. Brian the Carpenter, as he will be manning these social media sites. Brian <laughs> uh, will be all over it. Twitter, Facebook, not so much Instagram yet. Okay, good show, guys. You're on Instagram. From Green Acres on Pickwick Lake, Ike Live saying, Good night, <laughs> good night to you, good night to you, <laughs> good night to you. Good night. Good night, guys. Crush them next week, buddy. Crush them. Good night. Give me one second here. Where's it at, J3? What are you looking for? God.
Everybody left. Looking for. Alright. Forget it. Thanks for tuning in. Bye!